Hello, listening people. Hello, listening people. You're listening to Spit and Push presents Unappreciated Masterpieces. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Swinski. And I'm two of your hosts, Bartek. Just Bartek? Are you like Cher? You just have or one two name? Two Barteks. Just two Barteks? Yep. There's two Barteks in the world? Yep, yep. Is it Bartek you and Steve Bartek, the music composer? Yes, and the delivery truck from the end of The Godfather. Is it, was it a delivery truck? I think it was a Bartek? moving van, actually. Called Bartek? It was like James L. Bartek moving or something. James L. Bartek? I can't remember what the name, but it was like some common name, middle initial Bartek and a moving. Well, that's our podcast. The history of Bartek's name appearing in movies and pop culture. And for, You're for everyone... Spit and Polish presents unappreciated Bartek names. For everyone wondering, <laughs> I'm Bartwomye, not Bartosh. <laughs> is Bartosz another name? Those are the two names that Bartek is a diminutive of. Oh, well, I did not know that. So, welcome to the show, Unappreciated Barteks, in which we talk about unappreciated moments of Bartek's life and his name appearing in pop culture. Mm-hmm. So, in the movie, I do believe, Sorority Boys, which we covered on the show already, uh, Steve Bartek did the music for that. So, I believe so, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was him. So, check, we've done that movie, but... What we actually do for this show, we are on unappreciated masterpieces in which, you know, Bartek and I and a guest who we'll introduce in a little while talk about movies. We do feature length audio commentaries for movies that seemingly don't deserve a commentary. But that's where we disagree. We say, hey, listen up. We think they do deserve a commentary. And we give them a commentary because these are films made by artists using actors and actresses, lighting people, makeup people, costume people, set people. People worked on these movies. People poured their heart and souls into them, and yet we we just didn't acknowledge the brilliance of these movies. And just to clarify, Ryan, when you said, hey, listen up, who are you saying that to? To everyone. <gasps> the world. Whoa. Even the afterlife. Hey, God, listen up. <laughs> I know God listens to this podcast. Does God have an afterlife? Isn't he in the afterlife? I guess God doesn't technically exist in the way that we do, so does he have a life in general? Yeah, so can can it be an after It's our afterlife. Yeah. It's I'm only talking from my perspective. The I don't understand his perspective. The afterlife as a place, not a state of your mortality. Or state of mind. <laughs> I thought you were going to say state of mind. I'm like, well, ours, right? But you said mind. Uh, okay, so we... Are <laughs> we that was are... the most casual dismissal ever. I like it. <laughs> I was agreeing with you, actually. I was like, okay, Bartek. Well, dismissal of the conversation. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> so, Bartek, we are spit and Polish, likingly, because we are always spitting, and yes, we both happen to be Polish. Always? We haven't even done it once this episode yet. Be Polish? Well, the spitting part, <laughs> to be fair. Oh, okay. Well, we're dressed really spittingly. Don't yeah. We? We're really we're both wearing nicely gray. dressed. So, Bartek, what is the film that we'll be covering in today's show? I haven't read the title of the episode, so I don't know what it All is. All right, well, don't look up. No, I said don't look up! <laughs> Sorry, I heard God calling me. You heard up and you were like, well, I gotta look up. Up? A really unappreciated Pixar movie? It's poo spelt backwards. No, the movie that we are doing to. <laughs> the movie that we are doing today is John Tucker Mushi Odesh. <laughs> John Tucker Mushi. John Tucker Mushi Odesh. Mushi Odesh. Mushi Odesh. Odesh. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's a title. I don't speak Japanese. I don't know what this movie no, is. No, that's Moshi. Oh, Moshi. I said Mushi. Isn't Mushi one? Mushi is the Polish word for must. Oh, John Tucker must what? 
Oddish. Uh, oddish? Oddish. No, that's a Pokemon. Isn't that a Pokemon? <laughs> that's a Pokemon, right? John Tucker must be an Oddish. My <laughs> least favorite onion Pokemon. I don't know. What does I thought, I John Tucker must? I thought it was a weed. Isn't it an onion? I thought it was a weed. I don't know. I don't care. It's I'm a not a Pokemon. weed that evolves into a Rafflesia or whatever they're Look, called. Look, I don't understand Pokemons and I don't understand Polish either. I am Polish, but I don't speak it. What? And I have played Pokemon, but I don't play it anymore because I'm a grown-up. So you have to tell me what the episode is. So then I can go, whoa, from this year, I automatically know and then introduce the guest. I mean, I, I, I come on the show to, you know, do really well. But yeah, when I make a mistake like that, it's it's just really demoralizing. I I think maybe we should just call the episode off for today. Okay. I, I can't really handle making mistakes like that. Okay. How about you just get over yourself? You know what? I think I can do that. Yeah. All right. Okay, good. <laughs> John Tucker Mushi Odesh, it translates to John Tucker Must Leave, but that's not the name of the film in its original language. Oh. You know what, come to think of it, I probably should have just said the original you know, language title. What is the original language title? John Tucker is Must Leave? No, the title is John Tucker Must Die. Why? Why must he die in the year 2006? Well, he doesn't have to die in 2006, but he must die. Oh, okay. So we're doing John Tucker Must Die from 2006, starring yes. everyone's favourite actor. What was his name again? <laughs> Jesse Metcalf? Metcalf? Yep. Is he L. Silent? I can't remember. Uh, he's in Desperate Housewives and John Tucker Must Die. But you know who wasn't in Desperate Housewives and John Tucker Must Die? Bruce Cook. I wish Bruce Cook from the movie Thunderpants was our guest today, but unfortunately we're joined by someone else. The next best guest. The little... The, the Bruce little. Cook... <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce Cook Jr. Oh, um, Mark Russell. Hello, Mark Russell. I got him while he was stretching. He wasn't <laughs> expecting to be Yeah, that was, I wasn't expecting it either. <laughs> Hello, Mark. How are you? Hello, hosting people. I Hello. Am- it's good to be here on Unappreciated Bartex. Ah, uh, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> we are both Bartex now. Well, that, no, that was the two Bartex thing, thank you. Ah, okay. Mark, great to have you on the show. Yeah, it's been be a while. We haven't seen you since um, G-Force, the G-Force? Nicolas Cage classic. classic. Yeah. Specifically on Unappreciated Masterpieces, yes. Oh, yeah, we've seen you in our other show, um, yes. The Mystery Box, where you talked about Mr. Bones, yes, your the, favourite the... South African comedy ever made. Oh, yeah, it's great. Right great up movie. there with District 9. So, Mark, we are going to be covering John Tucker Must Die. Um, John Tucker Must Die? Why must he die? We'll have to find out. Guys, Hold on, everyone we, must die. Should we really be, you know, isn't it a bit insensitive? You know, he's marked to the power of five, and he's probably experienced... Is he... Does he have the memories of his old selves? I remember dying. He remembers dying, and he remembers John Tucker must, so we're ready. So die is a trigger word for me, so don't say it. It's a trigger word. What's the politically correct alternative we can use? Dead. Leave. Leave. Okay, that's (laughs) Poland's ahead of the game. (laughs) Poland is a progressive country? Whoa. So... What you're going to do now, guys, is you're going to get your copy of the film John Tucker Must Leave from 2006. Because we're going to do, uh, me specifically, going to do a countdown from three to the one. And then I say play. And you're going to press play. And you're going to be synced up with us as we do the commentary track for this movie. So get your copy of the great film ready. Because we're going to start this in three, two, one, play.
And there we go. So we are two seconds, three seconds in. Ah, 20th Century Fox, now owned by Disney. This is the quickest cut from the 20th Century Fox logo to the movie I've ever seen. It's like, it's almost like it isn't even done yet. It's kind of like, I'm still here and then... Bam, it's going to cut to the thing. It's like, usually there's a little bit of black, but bam, there it is. There it is. It's, yeah, and the it's first, automatically there. I'm and like, the, first oh, the thing movie's see, begun. <laughs> yeah, because you need to know the immediate text that appears after it is 20th Century, Century Fox. Century Fox in, in Comic Sans, like, right. Was it Comic Sans? Mm. It was like it. Oh, special it. effects just happened there. She disappeared. Mm. Is she invisible, literally? Like, oh, wait, no, no, she told us not literally. Okay. This is actually a prequel to X-Men. You know, that's a fun, fun fact there, because one of the actors is in the X-Men movies. <laughs> what? Did I just see the subtitles misspell wrong? No, he, the judge, misspells wrong when he says you are wrong, W-O-R-N-G. Oh, I never noticed that. Yeah, it's, a, it's called a gag. Wow. <laughs> and that, This movie's getting better and better. So, yeah, one of the actors in this movie is in um, the X-Men movies. So, you're right, it is a prequel. So, you got it. He plays a great character. One of the actors in this plays a great character called Jones in the X-Men movies. Uh, you all remember Jones? Fan favourite. Fan favourite. No, it's not fan stick. It's X-Men. Oh, so, okay. Never mind. Then. We'll ask the, I'll ask the obvious question. What's our history with this movie? Had we heard of it? Had we seen it before? What's our history with this? Bartek? Um, I had heard of the title, but I mixed it up with another film that had John in the title. I, I've heard of a film called uh, John Dies at the End. Very different movie. <gasps> I've heard that it's very good, and I thought like, oh, we, we're doing that, but then I was like, wait a second, that, no... John Tucker Must Die is not John Dies at the End. What have I what have I heard about it in passing? And then it took it took me quite a while to remember. I'm like, wait a second, didn't have it didn't it have a plot like the other woman? Yeah. In the sense that it's like three wronged women trying to get revenge against a guy. And then when I watched the film, I was like, Oh, I was right. Well, I'm not gonna spoil it, but the other the other woman is on the list of movies uh, yeah. we're gonna cover. I know I you love, mentioned it before. I love Cameron Diaz. Uh so you had kind of not heard of this, the kind of... I've heard of the title, and I've at least heard that this is, was the premise of it, but I had not seen it. I didn't know that it was, like, you know, set in a high school and that it would essentially be, like, a teen movie. A teen movie? Well, that's okay, Bartek. Tuck is king. That he is. Um, Marcus, to the power of five. Thank you. What is your it's history? To the power of four, Ryan. Please oh. get his name right. Well, actually, you said five. Five before. earlier. Well, I fucked up then, but you shouldn't you be both fucking fucked up. up. You should it's Mark to the power yourself. of four. Well, plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> this earlier in the episode. But uh, Mark to the power of four is our guest this episode. For those who are not up on their Mark Russell lore, um, Mark has died a few times yes, whilst the, being on the podcast the history, and outside the podcast. The history is that the original Mark left after I think I told a cringy joke. Yep. We replaced yeah. it with Mark Mark 2. Right. Mark Mark 2 joined who us him, just visiting. Who killed himself at the end of the Gulliver's Travel episode. Well... Was it in the episode or yes? Yes, it was yes. at the end. He jumped off the roof, and I told him, "Don't do it," because he realized how wrong he was about the film. Then, before the G Force episode, he died in a plane crash. Mark Cubed did, yeah, and, and it turned out that Mark, to the power of four, was our guest in G Force, and he's back. And he's back here to tell us his history with John Tucker. Well, it's a similar story to Bartek. Actually, I confused it with another movie. I heard Tucker 
and I'm like, Tuckland Dale vs. Evil. Oh, and okay. So I watched that. It was a terrible movie. Worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> Made you cry? Made yes, you it cry? Did. Yeah. Yes, it did. Because violence is terrible, out. right? Yeah, violence is terrible. <laughs> Death. Thank God this movie no. doesn't have any violence exactly. in it, except for there's a pretty... Uh, look, Mark and I didn't watch this movie together. We used to live together, though. And, Those are dark uh, days. We have a psychic connection on a level, and I could feel Mark's eyes watering up when they threw volleyballs at each other, because I was pretty violent. I know, it was very sad. I, I, couldn't, I nearly couldn't watch it. I had to get my um, blanket and curl right. up in my corner and cry for a bit. <laughs> yeah. So, you, you hadn't heard of this before? No, I've never heard of it before. And but... then I, um, I investigated, and I found a copy of it in my parents' house. Why did they have it? Because <laughs> he oh. must die. I think the universe sent it to me. God heard my need. And yeah, but me. seriously, why did your parents have this teen comedy? Do they like teen comedy? They were teens once, right? <laughs> 2006? Yeah. Look, I said I, once. <laughs> look, this movie is really relatable. I think anybody can see themselves in these characters, to be honest. Like, this I is a do. universal movie. Everyone has experienced yeah. exactly what's I happening I bet John here. Tucker can see himself in these characters. <laughs> the women, I mean, not the guys. I don't know what that means. I mean, I do, but just you kept going with it. I was like, okay, Vartik, you got a nail. Vaginal that. insertion. You could do anal. They do mention anal later. Good point. And and he does start wearing women's underwear. And that means anal, I guess. <laughs> it means he might be gay. Well, oh, or transsexual. Don't 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 label people, Mark. It's really you rude. just label people. Look, I don't want to get into. Could be. I don't want to get into <laughs> IMDb reviews yet. <laughs> so my history with this movie is a grand one. I also have the association of knowing its name as another movie, so I <laughs> thought it was... Three for three. Oh, sorry, four for four, because there's two So, three. So here's the best part of all of this. I'm more on Bartek's side of John Must Die at the end, but my understanding was it was called Tucker Must Die at the end. Well, it's, it's, and, there's and, no must in the title. Well, I'm confusing it with this, then. Oh, okay, John yeah. Tucker Must Die. Yeah. So my one was Tucker Must Die at the end. And I'm like, oh, I, I, I Googled that movie and it came up with both of them. And I went, oh, okay, which one should I pick for this episode? And I picked this one because it's lower rated. And I went, that's unappreciated, that means. And the funnest fact of all is I told people I was doing this movie for the podcast. Uh, previous guests we've had on the show. And they said to me, oh, who have you got on as the guest? I went, oh, my former housemate, Mark. And they went, ah, oh, I wanted to come on. I love that movie. I had two or three people tell me how much they love this movie. Yeah. And they yeah. wish there were guests on for this episode. And I said, to, and two of them were girls. Yeah. And I said, you just have to listen to three male perspectives on a female-driven <laughs> teen romance comedy. And that's what you're getting right now, because this is a teen comedy with romantic elements to it. I wouldn't say it's a romance film properly, because no one really gets with anyone at the end. Mm. And I think that's brave. Well, I mean, John Tucker gets with two women at the end. Well, <laughs> the generic we'll people. talk about that, actually, because yeah. I'm going I'm to actually have a difference of opinion with you on that. But, um, yeah, fair point. So this movie is a mid-2000s era um, comedy with teens played by 40 year olds <laughs> and um i see Be fair john tucker's 28 <laughs> he was wasn't he um i swear in desperate housewives they try and play him off like he's like a teenager as well or like a young man 
Um, so here's the thing. I know no one from this cast. I looked them all up, and I know them, I guess, from vagueish things like um, this chick. I'm pretty sure I don't even remember if it was this chick, but one of the chicks, maybe the main chicks in 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 um, Pitch Perfect. And I'm like, great. Yeah. Which blonde one is she in Pitch Perfect? <laughs> like it doesn't. And then John Tucker's in Desperate Housewives. That's where I know him from. And I'm like, oh yeah, I guess he's this guy. I didn't even look it up. I'm like, I think he was the guy that um slept with the one that was in Over Her Dead Body, the film Over Her Dead Body. I can't even remember. Sophia. No, that's not Sophia Vergara, but like, um, yeah, slept with the slutty one. And I'm like, great. And then I looked up another, I, I, I scrolled through. I randomly just went on IMDb and flicked my mouse and clicked on someone. And it was an extra who's a party goer. And this extra was in the X-Men movies as Jones. But he was in another series of movies we've done on this show. Yeah. He was in... Series of movies, right? Well, two movies, because there's only two yeah. in the series. He played Alex Banks in Cody Banks. His Cody Banks' brother? younger brother is ah. a party-goer in this movie. And I went, oh, that was my favorite character in the Cody Banks movies, I'm pretty sure. Like, at I least th- one of them. Yeah, I think in one other of them. Other than Keith yeah. David. Um, <laughs> and I was so happy to recognize someone, because... That's the thing about this movie. I, as a... Maybe I'm a guy and I'm not as familiar with these female actresses, but most of them are singers, in my defense. Mm. Um, like, Ashanti here. I saw her name and went, oh, she has one name. Must mean she's a singer, right? <laughs> and I looked at it and said, Ashanti's an actress. I'm like, ah. Oh. And then I looked at her trivia. On her self-titled debut album, she wrote all 12 of her songs and then all of her trivia's about her being a singer. I'm like, oh, nailed it. Well, she's an actress, yeah. Um, but there is, of course, uh, Mr. Fatso in this film. Yes, you said I. Uh, we have covered him on the show before. Very in a recently. Recent episode was it our last episode? No. Was it a good movie? Well, they're all great movies. Yeah. Um, we uh, liked it. Rob liked it. Oh, oh God! So he was in Soul Man. Yes. Was he? Who was he in Soul Man? The fat black guy. <laughs> Remember the, the 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 rapper guy? He had two friends. Oh yes. One of them was a fat black guy, and well, it was fat. So well, let's not talk over. His this. name was Pepe. Oh, Pepe, classic. <laughs> I remember Pepe actually. Oh, goth girl with a Hindu dot on between her eyes. I don't know what that's about. Um, it's this funny is because they're goths. Get it? Because goths are goths. <laughs> they... Goths love Hinduism. Well, they love the mystic. So. I guess they see a god with multiple arms, and they're like, that's so goth. Ashanti kind of sounds like an Indian name. Is it? I don't know if it is, but it sounds like one. Hey, she put that girl in pink on detention, too. Why was she in the fight? Who's she? <laughs> and now she's gone. The pink secret, girl's the gone. fourth girlfriend that we never hear about. No, no, not at all. We, 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 well, fifth really? girlfriend. Because, well... I guess fourth, because this girl would become the fifth, because the story of John Tucker Must Die is a tale as old as time. Mm. Scorned women must brutally and or emotionally and physically demoralize the man that made them scorned. It's like Medusa. Mm. Yeah. And, um... And they Wait, do... Medusa? Not Medea? No, I'm going with Medusa because she's got the snakes on her head. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Didn't Medusa... Isn't Medusa's story, like, she got raped by a guy, and they're like, your punishment is snakes on your head. 
Yeah, she was like a goddess, but then something happened that turned yeah. her into she a got goddess. Ra- she got raped by one of the goddess's husband, who's a god, and she punished her for being a rape victim by turning her into Medusa, which is like the saddest story in the universe. <laughs> so Medusa, they're all Medusas. Can you imagine reverse Medusa where it's just a snake with people on their heads? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why. Get stark reality on it. So, uh, the thing about this movie is it's women taking power over men. It's a very inspiring movie. This movie ended the patriarchy a lot like Sorority Boys. <laughs> Great film. Both films ended the patriarchy. They were both made in completely different years, but they both said, hey, patriarchy, take a step back because Wait, was, we're going to punch you. Was Sorority Boys the end of patriarchy or sexism? Or sexism. This is the end yeah. of the patriarchy, and Bend It Like Beckham just said, boo, the patriarchy. So, <laughs> ah, you're forgetting screwballs. <laughs> Bartek's favourite comedy, Screwballs, is also one that ended the patriarchy by enforcing the patriarchy. It ended the, objectification. The film ended... Oh, yeah. And the film ended with the National Anthem of America, so... Over a woman's tits. <laughs> Which she was hiding by not very well. <laughs> not at all. So, the film is, yeah, these girls see the new girl. Well, the new girl sees these three girls who have been scorned by John Tucker. And she's like, hey, just get over him. And they're like, hey, here's an idea. How about you fall in love with him so we can break his heart? Because the only way to destroy John Tucker is to break his heart. A guy who, for all intents and purposes... We don't know has a heart. I mean, he has a physical one, but like not a like you know, a love. I don't know. Sort of I, I haven't seen his physical heart. How do you how do you plan <laughs> to prove point, that? Good point, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. I I'm going to spend like, a few a... years as a doctor, <laughs> and I'm going to become his GP and get that heart for well, you. No, Ryan. What you I have want to do you is bring it here, put it in a jar on this table. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just going to bring was... him in here and put him on the table and open him up. No, for Ryan, you. go go to America. Look. Don't for want to waste a jar. Go to America. Look for a woman with two dogs that'll be the director and ask her if he has a heart and you know we can so could yeah just one thing he's eating popcorn out of the mascot hat like yeah. all the way to the top it also indicates that he does this regularly he, and that he will eat the whole thing he is my favorite character uh, is he there, there's a point later on where i'm like oh great oh good it, it's not anything too amazing it's when he's on the computer oh yeah the yeah, thing yeah. that he's looking at before the call <laughs> So Bartek just mentioned dogs and the director. I think, you know, we, we should mention some of the trivia points that is available on IMDb. But just to end the plot synopsis, these girls hi- uh, um, trick or coerce the new girl who's invisible for the most part, not literally, but uh, into becoming the woman of his dreams and then breaking his heart. Yes. And to do this, she must change herself. And that's bad because... If you change yourself, do you know who you really are? I don't know if the movie asked that question enough times, but I'm asking it now. Well, we have Jenny McCarthy to, you know, yeah. ask her ask her daughter, you know, what are you doing? <laughs> Is that how Jenny McCarthy sounds? What are you doing? Don't vax. She's so hot. <laughs> oh, she's, um, Jenny McCarthy's, ah, she's that one, the anti-vaxxer. Yeah, the one whose name gets brought up every time. Is she the one married to Jim Carrey? I don't know. I think she is. Um, so, Bartek, yes. what is the behind the scenes of this movie that you understand? Yeah, there were a few very interesting trivia points about the director of this film. Uh, I don't remember her name. Um, great director, great director. Great directress. Director. Director. Directress. I don't know what, what was I thinking. <laughs> great directory. She just gives you all the information. Like I don't know. 
Yeah, female directors are called directresses. <laughs> yeah. oh, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Um, and female producers are called producerses. <laughs> Producerous. Obviously. Producerous kind of sounds like a fantasy kind of sci-fi term. They're the sister of Medusa. We just got over this. Weren't they Thano and Uriel? Thanos. <laughs> um, it's Thano. I'm not... Um, Whatever. My mythology. Let's not talk about Greeks. We're not geeks. The director of this film, also known as Directress, uh, <laughs> apparently had her two dogs on the set the whole time. <laughs> good, good. And was that good for everyone involved? Obviously. Well, IMDb didn't say so, so... Can you imagine be... <laughs> being in the scene, like, where, where John Tucker must walk around in a thong, and you just look <laughs> over, and there's two dogs panting and looking at you, <laughs> and the director's stroking them, saying to herself, great take, great take. Can you imagine that sight? Well, mm. if she was stroking them, no wonder she couldn't remember some of her actors' names. What do you mean she couldn't remember their names? That's well, like a basic 101. Well, no, Ryan. This is a revolutionary film production. Could she not remember Ashanti? <laughs> well, <laughs> I that don't... one's pretty easy. <laughs> I don't it's so know. weird. They didn't name names, but... Well, literally. Well, she, she couldn't. Name she couldn't name them. IMDb didn't mention, you know, who were some standouts or rather stand not outs. Standoutresses, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, of names that she couldn't remember. But she would refer to everyone by their characters' names. Which, uh, which at that point, you're thinking like, oh, well, at least there's, uh, you know, a consistency, you know, something notable to grasp on. But then she'd forget character names sometimes mm. and just refer to them as Your person. name's John... Mm, Mucker? It's John, John Tucker, the name of the movie, bitch! John Fucker. And that was Jen- Jenny mm. McCarthy talking. Name <laughs> <laughs> of the movie, bitch! So... Um, Mark, you had not seen this film or heard about this film properly before. Uh, when you found the DVD at your parents' house, <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm just imagining your mum buying it and saying, oh, I think Mark might like this and then putting it away and not letting you watch it for well, like a yeah, decade. That's usually how it goes. I'm always finding like <laughs> hidden movies in the cupboards and under the floorboards and stuff, you know, just like that sounds, teen, that sounds teen comedies. Teens are involved in the movies, yes. Yeah, well. I'm not saying your parents are on a secret porno ring, but it sounds like they do, buddy. Sounds like they do. They've got well, all these secret um, movies all over the place, hidden in locations where the police may not first look. That's, that's probably why the movie cut to like a shot of hardcore porn for a couple of seconds. But it did, it did. Wait, do was that. this a DVD or a VHS? DVD. Oh, okay. What, dude? He can have his parents. Just because they're old doesn't mean they don't use DVDs. Yeah, but like, is it possible to overwrite part of a DVD? To dude, have do you else? don't know how DVDs work? <laughs> Well, you, you put the hole in the circle and then it plays movies. Well, yes. you know, DVDs, right? They're comprised of all of these tiny little, like, um, uh, creases and holes in them. So, like, if you look mm. at them underneath, like, a, a magnified scope or whatever, you see, like, you look, they appear smooth and glossy. Same with CDs. And, and with mm. Blu-rays, they have, like, more tiny little, like, holes and divots in them. So, I'm teaching you about DVDs because you what need What does it stand it. for? It stands for Digital Video Disc. I couldn't remember what the last D stood for. but Disc. disc. <laughs> digital Video Dick, more like. Because <laughs> you put it in the hole. Now, I made a joke when I was watching this last night. I made it in my notes. I was like, oh, wouldn't the plot twist be that all of these embarrassing photos turned out amazing? And they kind of did, but not really. It was more like 
he's just like, yeah, male model, and everyone's like, good on you, yeah, man. Yeah, he, he's good at leaping back from these embarrassments and, like, making something of it. John Tucker's kind of an inspiration. But mm. back to Mark's parents' laboratory of teen movies. Yes. When you found this one, and you're like, yay! Now I don't have to go out of my way to find it to watch it for the episode. Actually, Thanks, you know Mum and Dad. You, it was like I, I found it. I watched it, and then you asked me to come on the episode. So it was like, oh. it was like fate, you know. It was fate. It was John Tucker calling. So it was fate, the universe, and God at play. All at once, all oh, three. Wow. Can't they all the be the Trinity. same? Well, that's the Holy Trinity, Ryan. No, where's which one's the Holy Ghost? <laughs> well, fate. Fate? Yeah. He's, he's not the Father. No, that's God. Who's the son? Well, the other one. Universe. <laughs> universe, yeah. Universe. <laughs> I would have said the universe is the Holy Ghost. Yeah, but God's already the Father in the real Holy Trinity. Is the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit? It's always different. Depends on your oh, region. Or it's a dove. Yeah? I'm the Holy not Bird. <laughs> the Holy Bird. So what I was trying to get at, Mark, is... Religion. What right? were you expecting from this movie? And what did you get from this classic film? Well... To be honest, I was slightly traumatized by the title. Like, I saw the, the, the D word in the title, and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can watch this. Mm. I was expecting, you know, like... John spelled with a J, but that's okay. <laughs> if it was more, well, like, Lord. Polish, then it would be like DZ, John. <laughs> no one ever taught me to read. That was part of the Hence problem. Hence, he's got glasses on. Hence, you learned to look, to taught yourself. Exactly. That's why he's... Go on, go on, sorry. So, it had the D word in it, dick. Yes. I can't remember what I was saying now. John Tucker must Anyway, <laughs> so what was I expecting? Um, You know, I was expecting some murder, like... Murder? Yeah, the, like, plotting his death. Yeah. Like, Did I don't you... know, I wanted to see some, like, I don't know, torture, and... Like, that's what I was really hoping for when I picked this movie up, like... But not to the point of the D word. No. No. Just short of the D word. So, you were expecting a black comedy... Yes. On a level where you're expecting them to actually try and murder him. Yeah, like they set up all these traps and all the traps would fail. And you expected him to be evil, right? On a level? No, I expected him to be misunderstood. Oh, okay. Now, Vartek, what about you? When you walked into this, John Tucker must die, what were you expecting? When I walked into it, I still, you know, wasn't sure what was going to go down in this film. You know, obviously I knew about the three women being wronged. So I definitely knew there would be some Mm. revenge work at play. But when the movie started with, you know, kind of plain teenage girl narrating her life and how she's always been invisible, I said to myself, this film's not going to go very edgy. I don't think so. No? I don't think so. Oh, see... That's where I would have disagreed with you because I thought it was going to be edgy too. The spoiler alert is not. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was going to be edgy because Mean Girls exists. The film Mean Girls, not just Mean Girls in general. Because well, they do too. We right? already talked about Medusa, but um, <laughs> so <laughs> she was so mean, getting raped that they turned her into Medusa. Medea too. Medea, she was so bad that Tyler Perry just keeps playing her over and over again. <laughs> Mark's squinting like, what the fuck is that reference to? Mark, are you I, telling I, me I, you want to do the Medea movies next? I don't Yeah, know. he does. Have you heard of them? No, oh, okay. boy. You're up for an experience. Um, I don't want to give anything away, but for our October month, there is a Tyler Perry Ooh, movie slotted in. I'm it's excited. Not, it's not Medea. But... It's Gone Girl. I thought it was going to be edgy. <laughs> oh, don't get me started about Gone Girl because it upsets me so much Tyler Perry's attitudes towards Gone Girl. I'll get into it in a moment. But I was expecting this to be edgy because 
this is a byproduct of Mean Girls, a very popular teen comedy with girls being mean and whatever. You know how this is. There's always these tentpole movies that other movies try and replicate or they spawn or they leap off from. Mm. And that's not a bad thing. There are many movies that I enjoy that are spawned from a tentpole movie that I don't enjoy that much. You know, like, there are many of them. Mm. Like, I enjoy... Like Red Riding Hood from Twilight, yeah. Exactly. And, you know... in the shadows. Yeah. You know, there's stuff like that. Lots of these... You know, kind of spin-offs or takes or different versions of variants. Some might say rip-offs, but I don't think so. This is an original movie, but Mean Girls at first starts out with that light, fluffy, non-edgy thing, and then it becomes edgier and edgier. Not to the point of murder, but I mean, it does get to the point where the, is the main... lead villain character does literally get hit by a bus. Is the main uh, character of Mean Girls uh, like a nice girl? Or... Lindsay Lohan. Is she, though? I haven't seen it. Um, Yeah, so it's basically this story of starts out new girl, invisible girl, very shy, quiet, and then a bunch of people... Um, I'm not saying that these are the same movie, but then yeah. a bunch of people at the school don't like a certain girl, Regina George, very different to John Tucker, mm-hmm. uh, a girl who's beautiful and charismatic and everyone loves her and they want to be her, and they get Lindsay Lohan to change herself to become one of the mean girls to bring her down from her Regina George down. So it's basically very hard to argue against this film being inspired in some way by mean girls. Well, John's a man. Very different. Mm, And also in John Tucker Must Die, I would say a strength over mean girls is John Tucker is more of um, a nice person. Because that's one of the most interesting facets of the movie. I want to hear your, your your takes on this as well. Is John Tucker is probably the most interesting character in the whole movie. Like, it's one of these movies, for me at least, where they say his name in the title. And we've had lots of movies where there's characters name in the title, but they don't actually... The titular character is not always the main character. Yeah, or they're not always the compelling character. Because he's not the main character in this. Hmm. He's the main obstacle. But he's an interesting character to dissect. I think he's genuine at the end of this. Like, I don't know if I've been lied to. Like, like I know that we see him lying and he's detestable and all of this, but I genuinely think he doesn't understand that he's doing this out of malice. I think this is just his nature. To the point at the end of the movie, spoiler alert for no one who's seen it, but at the end of the movie, they break him and make him into an openly polyamorous man? Which is great. What a really yeah. The the the, wow. ma- the main change was that he was done with like lying and secrets. I guess you could say yeah. But yeah, he still does the things he does, but he's it's open. he's open about it. So if you're yeah, he's just into polyamory. He just yeah. likes having multiple people. Yeah, a lot of um, and that's okay. Yeah, a lot of the things they say throughout this film are that you don't know what he's like until you've been screwed over. So I guess that. It eliminates that uh, conflict, I guess. Yeah, but for the also female the, population. But the film also says people know what they're getting into. Yeah, <laughs> it's not conflicting at all. It's it's very very. There's a lot of projecting. Calculated. Yeah. Hey, he's eating his Hershey's bar. Don't do that. Fatso needs it. Yeah, he's got low blood sugar. Also, for people that don't know, his, the actor actually goes by the name Fatso. I'm not being mean. <laughs> No, no, and she actually goes by the name Ashanti. I'm not being mean either. <laughs> um, not being mean, boy. So, just to bring it back to Tyler, a <laughs> very gone girl. Yeah, what is this attitude he has? He he's very shy. Yeah. As an actor, like he he genuinely doesn't believe he's got any talent as an actor. He's more of a playwright. Okay. So when he was auditioned for um 
Gone Girl, where he plays the lawyer in Gone Girl, and probably one of the best parts of Gone Girl, if you haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah, it was really good. Um, he didn't know who David Fincher was okay. as a director, because yep. he's not into films, he's into theatre more. Uh, and if he had known before he auditioned who David Fincher was in the grand scheme of things, he would have rejected it because he's not good enough to be in a David Fincher movie. And his whole attitude is a sad story about how He's great in the movie, but he doesn't see himself as that. He sees himself as, I shouldn't have been in that because someone else who's better than me should have been in that movie. I'm not that good. And that's sad because he was great in the movie. I remember him. It's just such a sad attitude. It's the only thing I've seen him in, so yeah. Oh man, you haven't seen him in Alex Cross? <laughs> oh, no, I, I went to school that. with a guy named Alex Cross. Was he Cross? Uh, no, he was pretty nice, actually. With the Alex? <laughs> yeah, pretty well, That's Alex. good. <laughs> So, John Tucker is the complex character for me. Look, he's got emotions, Mark. Have yeah. you felt emotions? Oh, I don't know. It's been a while. Have any of your previous forms before you d- before you left felt emotions? <laughs> before you oh, left? Oh, okay. There was oh, the um the second one. Yeah. With Oliver's Troubles. Oh, Mark Mark 2? Yeah, oh. yeah. They felt some strong emotions. I thought Mark... I think they took it a bit too far. Well, he did feel remorse, and that's why he died. Uh, he... Left, left at the end. Thank I you. thought the first Mark felt quite a lot because he stormed out of the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he stormed out. So, Mark, what did you think of the character, the titular character of John Tucker? And have you ever met a John Tucker-like person in real life? Hmm. Yes, I have, actually. Who Who are they? Oh, I can't tell. They might be listening. Yeah, it's me. That's risky. <laughs> it's, wow. it's me. It's I didn't okay. want to say anything, but... Brian Slinsky must die. (laughs) Yeah, if you've ever read any of my diaries, that's like every page. I don't read people's diaries. They're not of my interest. I just have feelings and I like to feel them, Mark, because, you know, I don't need to put a diary of my own because this podcast is my diary and you're all listening to it. I think this is one of the best teen movies ever made. Right up there with Thunderpants, Sorority Boys, <laughs> Big Screw Fat Liars. Well, we haven't covered Screwballs on the show. But, uh, you know, uh, right up there with When the Bow Breaks, all of our movies we've ever covered. When the Bow Breaks is my favorite teen movie. <laughs> Boy Next Door, he's almost 20. Yeah. So, um, Mark, so John Tucker, what were your feelings of him as a character? And you've met people like this in real life? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, as I was telling you before... It's like, this This movie is like the high school experience, you know? I think everybody has been to a high school like this. You know, yeah. the um, the mall, the oversaturated colours, the cliched characters, the goths. You know, everyone's be- been through this experience. Like, everyone knows a John Tucker. Everyone has been John Tucker at some point in their life, oh. you know? <laughs> Haven't we all? Yeah. Haven't you been a John Tucker, Bartek? Yeah, in my old boys' school, I was always the John Tucker. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> right. You can still be John Tucker at an old boys' school. It's okay, you we're not going to judge. You can be the head of the sports team, the lady killer, and everyone admires you. I, I'll have to do the lady killing outside of school, though. Well, that's teachers. Well, if I give them a heart attack. That I'm was one of the them. most unbelievable aspects of this movie, is that he didn't sleep with teachers either. Like, like, well, this isn't screwballs. No, but this is one of these movies where, you know, there's a bit where they trick him into going into the teacher's oh, bedroom. Yeah, the bed, yeah. I genuinely thought she'd be like, oh, and then he would kind of work his way around. But she was professional. Mm. No, not all teachers. Are. Well, she was because she. No, she was all like, him. get out of here. Look what I found in my bed. 
coach and he's like, I can handle a lot of weird shit. <laughs> but this is enough. He was probably my main favorite character, the coach. He's like, well, he was pretty good. He was one of these coaches. Um, I've met a few John Tuckers as well. And look, I empathize with this movie in terms of loathing and liking the character of John Tucker, because I've met people like that, where you just, you go, I understand objectively why I should loathe you, and there are moments where I do, but at the same time, there is something about the charisma, the, the you know, the, the, the infatuation one would feel for someone like that. You know, it's, it is true, there are people like this in the world, celebrities, people you know, relatives... In which you know they're problematic, or they're they're not honest or truthful, or they're they're terrible. But at the same time, you just you just can't not be bowled over by them. It's one of these real characters in this movie that Mark mentioned. Cliches, cliches. There are cliches in the high school experience, but these are cliches because they're true. Exactly. Mm. We've met goths. You know, we've we've met Pams. We've met Pams. I don't know. Uh, we've the met, main character. Yeah, we've met Ashanti's. Uh, <laughs> we've met cheerleader types. I've, I've, I know people who are cheerleaders. Uh, I know one person who I think is a cheerleader. Yeah, we've had her as a guest on the show. Okay, I don't know them. Kate. Um, oh, yeah, was she cheerleader? Yep. Okay. Yeah, um, so we've met people like this in a high school experience. And yeah, in movies they can come across, across cliched because you're like, why don't you come up with something different and new? But here's the thing. School don't change. People are like this all the time. Instead of emo, instead of goths, they're emos now. And now hipsters exist. I'm sorry that this film didn't foreshadow hipsters. Or did it? Because our main character, as quoted in my favorite quote in the entire movie, when John Tucker asks his younger brother what she like, he says, well, she is really into... Old Elvis Costello, obscure, listening to obscure podcasts and reading David Eggers. She's really deep. Mm. She's a hipster, guys. This movie was warning us about hipsters. Just saying. This movie was a warning. We should have acted when we had the chance. We should have acted when we had the chance. One of my favorite trivia facts was the high school didn't actually have a school mascot. For the football team, so they made a school mascot. No, no, no. They adopted the school that it was filmed at's mascot. Oh, oh. That's what the trivia said. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry, I must have misinterpreted that. I thought, I thought like the school itself didn't have a mascot, so the film made a mascot. No, I, I think and then the, the film school... didn't have a mascot. Oh, okay. What's the mascot? It's popcorn head. Yeah, Fatso. popcorn. Fatso. Fatso's the mascot. He's the mascot, it. remember? He's dancing <laughs> yeah. around. He's eating out of the mascot's head. It's like a bear, isn't it? I think it was It's bear. whatever this is, a Kodak. Kodiak. Kodiak. It's a Kodiak. Whatever that is. Kodak. Wait, is it Kodak or Kodiak? No, there's an eye in there. Yeah, it's Kodiak. No, this... It's Codeine. I'm taking too that's much... That's not the it. main sponsor of the film. Oh, yeah. One of the greatest trivia points is it says in every scene... Coca-Cola appears. Yeah, the logo for Coca-Cola oh, yeah. is apparently in every scene. Where is it in this scene? In her pocket. Wouldn't it be great if it was actually, like, a can in the toilet? <laughs> like, and it just, like, you see the toilet water shoot up and the can just, like, spins. Yeah, toilet water. Coke. <laughs> ah, that was commentary on... on capitalism. On, on <laughs> capitalism. I was going to say Ryan's feelings, but it was actually Mark's feelings. Or capitalism. Oh, take that world of capitalism. So, 
<laughs> that sounded real. I know it wasn't real because I saw you do it, but it sounded real. No, that was real. Um, so uh, who? Excuse me, I need to go to the toilet. No, oh, <laughs> you just well. did. You just did go to the toilet, young man. So out of our female characters, mm-hmm. our leads, who was our favorite female character? I don't know if you can call them female. That's like objectification. That's labeling. Well, the film calls them females. Well, I don't think I approve. So which one was your favorite? Bartek, was it dumb blonde journalist, dumb hippie slut, or dumb cheerleader slut, or dumb blonde main character? Wants to be a slut. Who wants to be a slut? I did like the main character, but I feel like in a conversation like that, the answer would be more lean towards one of the three uh, wronged girls. Ah, uh, okay. Um, and between them, I quite liked the, the vegan one. I thought she was pretty You funny. liked hippie slut. She was funny. Slut, get in the truck. <laughs> Is an improvised line. I think her name was Beth. Oh, Beth. Yeah. Oh, I like Beth too. I like that her skirt got caught in the back of his truck or Jeep. But somehow it's stuck on the tire when he drives away. <laughs> we all notice. Who's this symbolism. guy in the background? <laughs> like, I don't know. That teacher guy was just... He's just like one of these guys who steals... You know how sometimes you look at extras and they're like, they're stealing this scene right now. It's Mr. Cochran. Is it? Well, it's just a random name I came up with. Mr. Cochran. 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 <laughs> yeah, that's all we heard. Oh, wow. I pick a last name that I remembered and you're making a sex thing out of it. This movie's about sex things. Really? Or is it? Because no one gets sex in the end except for Beth. But didn't John Tucker say in one scene that he's going to score more than a basket? But he didn't, man. He didn't. Well, the only person that we know has sex in this movie guaranteed is Beth. Yeah. Because she said the after breakup sex. sex, And then he's like, oh God, I am a slut. And then hits her head against the wall and we all laughed. Because it was funny. It was funny. I thought, well, I mean, you know, women I... getting hurt. Is... Oh, look, it's Bartek's character. <laughs> <laughs> the one that I wrote and requested to be put in the film? Yeah, that's no, that's the one played by you in the past. That's what 2006 Bartek looked like. doesn't look like me. I don't look like a glasses-wearing dork. You were, though. But Back in 2006. I don't wear... No, I looked like a hippie in 2006. Oh, so you were Beth, huh? You slut. Yeah. I knew Bartek was just gagging cocks back that, in school. <laughs> you've seen that photo of me, Yeah, right? all boys' school. That's what happens. I've never seen photos of Bartek outside of my knowing of him, really. Oh, okay. So, where can we find these There's photos? a photo I have on Facebook from me when I was in, th- in 2006 <laughs> where I looked like a real hippie. Are you? And a, everyone laughs at it. Were you a hippie? I mean, I looked like one. I, don't, I wasn't one, though. Were you a slut? No, of course not, Ryan. I was a good boy. Good boy, yeah, Bartek. boy school. It doesn't count if it's anal. <laughs> yeah, they even say that in this movie. Do they? Yep. Oh, good. They so- mention butt sex. Uh, yes! I'm not a slut then. Yes! <laughs> so- I mean, I don't have, haven't had butt sex. What about you, Mark? Favourite female character? Um. Oh, I thought it was like, have you, what about you, Mark? Have you had anal sex? Mark, That's what I, was thinking I don't need about. to know the answer. <laughs> um, I already know. So, uh, <laughs> Mark... <laughs> favorite female character. Favorite female character, and have you had any of, the, of these three? We'd say yeah. no. I said of the four. Yeah, of but the there's four? nothing compelling to say about liking the main character. Like I do like her, but you know, screw yeah. you. Mark might have something to say. Just because you don't doesn't mean Mark might not walk in and say, "I have a but brave statement." Wait, hold on. Mention. But aren't I the pinnacle of intelligence? No. <laughs> oh, you're into an all boys school. <laughs> yeah. Oh. He doesn't understand. I was distracted anal. by the lack of girls. <laughs> that's right. As a straight man, that's very distracting. Well, mm-hmm. you say straight. 
Well, I wasn't bent. Ooh. Bent over. Yeah. So I wasn't. Answer the question. Mark. Right. Of of the three now. or the four? <laughs> of the four. Don't listen to Mark. Okay. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, I don't like the journalist. I don't like the cheerleader. They both annoy me. Wow. I don't mind the vegan, oh. but I think... Because you relate. Yes. Because you're vegan, right? I'm not vegan. He's vegetarian. Going Completely vegan. different. But he does give handies, though. Exactly. So he relates. You know, that's my life, pretty much. Giving handies. Complaining about veal being on the menu. That's my life. That was John Tucker's life. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's, it's like it all feeds into each other. Um, like veals. Yes. <laughs> being fed into my mouth right now. Mm-hmm. So your favorite character is... Out of the females? Hmm. Either the hippie or the main Pam. character. Pam. Pam's the main character's name. Yeah. Kate. No, it's Pam. Is this a reference? I don't get it. Like they, she is called Pam in the movie. When? I don't know. Earlier on. When? Like when nobody knows her name. Oh. Oh. They oh. miss. Yep. Oh. My, oh. He was acting. No. 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 He was the guy who mispronounced the name into Pam. Was was it the, like the dumb guy that brought the brownies or something? Or? Yeah, Mark, is that your character guy who tried to hit on the mum? I'm the guy who makes brownies. Have That's, you ever had my brownies? I've had them. Mark's brownies are the most inconsistent <laughs> meal I've ever had in my life. So when we were living together, Mark would make brownies all the time, and his brownies would take a matter of thirty minutes to make to literally seven hours. Well, Remember that know. one? And they were the best ones, the ones that took you seven oh, hours yeah. in the oven. And I'm like, what the fuck did well, you do? Well, look, I never had all the ingredients, so I usually just made it up as I went along. Like, the other day, Mark I... never has all the ingredients to brownies, so he's like, oh, I'm missing eggs. I'll improvise. You can. If you use um, some miss... flour and water, yeah. boil that. Listen, don't do overboil it. You're getting cooking tips now. Bacon <laughs> tips. Don't overcook it, I like it, bacon. Though. Well, we're not bacon. Bacon, we're baking. I'm against bacon. He is. He doesn't eat meat. I hate bacon. So too, you love Pam the most, huh? You relate to her being invisible yes. yourself. I mean, again, because I, I, I like, again, we don't think your opinions validated. I mean, she was my favorite too, but I don't think there's much to say about mm. it. She's the deepest character, so you know. Oh, I don't know, man. I think you're wrong. Ashanti's my favorite character. No, but I said she. The main character's the deepest one, so you're more. Ashanti's pretty deep. Yeah, she's deep, but she has feelings. She's not the deepest. Oh, sorry. Coach is talking. He was just like, no, I don't want to. Um, disrupt you john but could you please like throw the basket now please i like the fact that john tuck is such a jerk that he would lose the game just so that she would say yes like if he didn't if she didn't how would the team react because that's the winning shot that would have broken his heart if he got kicked off the team oh they wouldn't kick him off. The there team, was many though. times in which I didn't know where this movie was going. I said, oh, they accidentally kill him, or they bully him too hard, he commits suicide, or they do murder him, because I was expecting some violence. Question, are all these words okay, Mark? Murder, suicide, and death are important. Yeah. Okay, but I didn't... You know, classic comedy But gags. the D word is the one that you can't say. Okay. Die. That gets uh... No, I'm, sp- I'm saying... I'm saying... The in the German. In German. It's okay. No one who speaks but, but German could pronu- be evil. Wait, but isn't it pronounced like dear? Dear? The bar the. Um, no, I don't know. I don't speak German or Polish either. I speak pig dog, though. You know, in Polish, the uh, the phonetic die means give. Like, give me. Die? Yeah. That's me saying give me. Well, yeah, it's like die me to, give me that. Oh, well, I'm learning more every day. So, my. Remember Zniknoj? Um, 
<laughs> from Duplex. No. Yes, yes, Duplex. So my favorite character out of the females was the reporter woman who's on screen or was. She's got like a dent in the top she, of her look, nose. Look, man, people have scars. She has a scar on her forehead. The yeah. main character. Well, I have a scar on my forehead. If we all pointed out people's here. scars on their faces and their birthmarks and shit, like, look, that chick has a mole. Get off the screen. You've got a, a mole. I have a birthmark, but it's on the back of my head. Is it? Yeah. How do you know it's there? Because <laughs> I've been told. You don't know, though. <laughs> well, I can never see it, can I? Here's so how you can. Maybe people are just joking. Shave your head, get a mirror, and confirm, or they could be lying to you. Well, no, it's, it's like pretty consistent, I said, though, because when I was a child, I didn't have longer hair, dude, and I always got comments about it, but then when I started getting longer hair, no one commented dude, on it. Dude, if I was... if Well, if I was your parents, I would tell you an elaborate lie for your whole entire life, and then make you come onto a podcast and bravely say, I have a birthmark on the back of my head. Then I would listen to it being like, <laughs> silly Bartek doesn't have a birthmark at all. And then you defending the honor of many people telling you this. And they're all like, <laughs> group lies are the best. <laughs> now, the double down on our motives. <laughs> like, And then the plot twist will be that not only did I not have a birthmark, I couldn't even speak. The plot twist is you're not even born. <laughs> like you're not even here. It's all in the well, future. actually, you can't have a birthmark if you weren't born. Can I make it? Can I make a confession? What? There's not actually two of me. There's just one. Who's the? Uh, who are you then? I'm the only Bartek. But what am I, the other Bartek? Steve Bartek died. Doesn't <laughs> exist. And the no, Bartek. I saw him. There was two Barteks. The Bartek. There's one right there next to you. And now, well, well, no. So that's... did you see him in past tense, or do you see him no, now? No, that was his brother, Lartek. We've already mentioned Lartek. I think we have, yeah. And his other brother, Ratek. So, you know... What about Zartek? No, that's his sister. Don't oh. mention her. <laughs> um, so... I'm sorry. As long as we're not talking about Zartek, we're fine. What happened to Zartek? We're not talking about Zartek. <laughs> I want to know about Zartek. No. Can we talk about how beautiful this shot is right now? Look at... Who are all these people? That's what I want to Well, they're from the school. But why? Well, they're from the school. What do you mean? Because their parents make them go to school it to isn't... get education, so then they can go to college, get more education, and then become successful people. Like, I, I don't understand what you want from me, Mark. To answer your question seriously, I think this beach is meant to be, like, you know, a popular hangout or, like, landmark for the kids. No, it's where John lives. We never see his house. Well, this could be where Jeep. he lives. We I thought Jeep. he lived in the Jeep. Yeah, but he parks it here. This is his house. This is his land. This is his property. Well, it's his land and property, but it's not his house. Well, he might make a sandcastle to live in. He might, but he doesn't mean he will. That'd be a castle, though, wouldn't it? Well, Could you call that a house? You, you can call it a home. You got me there. No, he got me there. Okay. I don't know. I, 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 I killed myself with it's that It's like one. a super house. No, but like a home has to be homely, you know? You can tell the difference between a house what and a home. What are you talking about? Look home. at that view. Home is where the heart is. Exactly. And the heart's and he in doesn't your chest. Have one. Ah, they're trying to destroy his heart, which he may not have. Yeah, it hasn't been established. Now, how many times have you guys worn boob cam? Like, one, every two, day? Three, <laughs> every day I used to walk to school. I used to walk through the creepy neighborhood. Five, and so you'd my parents have would give me a camera six, just in case. On your boob? Seven, yeah. Eight, I had, you know, hormone. Nine, ten, eleven, Dude, she just wasted a fully good nine, marshmallow then. Thirteen. You, you wasting marshmallows? Bartek's counting. 15, Don't lose count. Twenty. Nine. Nine. I think zero. <laughs> Thank you. Um, that was a payoff to a gag. What gag? 
the gag of, oh, he's counting. He's I can't give see a the gag anywhere. But then the number he gives is the zero. I better phone up the di- directress and find the gag. What's a directress? Well, it's a female director. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what they call them. Um, God, this guy pouts a lot. <laughs> um, so, when you went to school, you, we all went to high school. And as high a student? School, yeah, as a student. Not as a pedophile. But, um, <laughs> I mean, you can be both, right? <laughs> you can. Is there an age you discrepancy? Or... I think it's, statutory it's... rape does apply mm. when you're 17 and you do well, it we're not to talking, someone under. We're not talking about statutory rape. We're talking about pedophiles. Well, if you go to a primary school and you're a teenager, yeah, but you don't have to commit statutory rape to be a pedophile. No. <laughs> This is what you come to the podcast for. <laughs> what are you trying Semantics. to? What are you, what are you trying to tell me? Just any He's form of sexual not all pedophiles are rapists. Yeah, I'm sorry, Mark. I I I, I misunderstood pedophiles. I just really got to scratch up my knowledge on them. Bartek has way too much knowledge indicating. It's, well, no, it's it's a philia. Oh, okay. Not to sound, not to make it sound deep, but it's a state of mind. Oh, so can I get arrested for my state of mind? Well, that's well, yes. That's a big Thought like police. That's actually like a big thing that pedophiles argue. I think what that they should be arrested already. Well, it's like if they haven't committed a crime, but they do have this philia, is it actually a bad thing? Yeah, yeah. Necrophilia. Yeah, but if you don't act upon it, then you know that's the thing. Ah, oh, well, that's okay then. Yeah, that's the kind of grey area. It's like, oh, you have this bad thought, but... John Tucker brings up these grey areas of <laughs> pedophiles. <laughs> there you go. Okay, let's get back. Ryan, when we were in school... Yes, when we were in school... How many times were you touched? <laughs> by an angel. <laughs> a lot of high fives. From who? Who were giving you high fives? Everyone. Did... I was the coolest kid in school. Oh, that's right. You was John Tucker. So, we um... established that. We already established this. Getting all the air When out. we were in school, Ryan. When we were all in school, we all went through this high school experience. Yeah, being stuck in the back of someone's truck. Being stuck in the back of someone's Jeep and finding your own hemp bra. No, what I was going to ask was, we all have gone through the high school experience, and I'm assuming most people listening to this have. There might be people who are listening who are currently going through it. What is it about the high school experience that is so unique. That... It's traumatic. It's like Vietnam, you know? You, you're, like, you have Vietnam <laughs> flashbacks, you have high school flashbacks, you know? Nobody ever recovers from high school. So, you know, like, no matter how old you are, you get, you're going to, like, have those memories with you forever. And that's the interesting thing. It can be that, or it could be the exact opposite. Where but you hi- don't remember anything because no, 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 you no, no, were no, stoned the whole time. It was your glory Well, that day. too, but it could also be, like, that's when you peaked in high school. Oh, peaked. It, it could be like the greatest time of your life where you were the cool guy, but then when you left high school, everything you realized life was shit. It's like that whole thing of like, oh, the people you bullied are the bosses, and the bullies are the, you know. That's ones. not usually how it works. Usually the bullies are still the bosses. <laughs> yeah. Well, in a film, yeah, but like. In real know, life. But in real life, sometimes it, anything can happen in life. Yeah, sometimes bullies become presidents. It's like how. <laughs> <laughs> I, we're not talking about Dartek. <laughs> We're not talking about it. You don't talk about that. No. Um, so you were saying? Yeah, it's like how a lot of people have bad memories of high school. It's like, oh, it was an awful time. For me personally, I had an all right time in high school. Didn't all right. I? Yeah. Mm. I had a good time. I, you know, didn't struggle too much. People liked me, whatever. Um, but for some people, it was the worst time of their life where they were picked on. And, I, you know, I've had friends who... Um, 
when they left high school and they entered university and started being around people of more of a like mind, they had a much greater time in life. They had, they were happy. They weren't as depressed as they were in high school. So it's a very mixed bag. Mm. No one answer for what high school experience is. Yeah. I feel like this movie is the answer though. Yeah. Well, obviously. Yeah. Obviously. So I brought that up because yeah, like the high school experience is different for everyone. And I think it's very interesting with film, with cinema you know, TV as well, and, you know, entertainment in general, how the high school experience, you know, depending what country you're from, what what generation you are, whatever, is always different in every movie. Mm. This movie's high school experience is different to my high school experience in some ways, but some ways it strikes... strikes 21, mm. 21 Jump Street has a good representation of high school because at the beginning it shows like the two Johnny ca- Depp coming in as an undercover cop no, no, and no, then no. he gives the kids lessons about drug use and then he gets on his skateboard and no, gets out of there I, we're I talking agree. about the more handsome actor Jonah Hill <laughs> at the beginning of the film he and uh, oh god I'm blanking on his Channing name Tatum. Channing Tatum are both in high school and like you know one of them's the jock one of them's more of a Dorcas but then when they both, you know, go into police academy, they start, like, getting along, working together, and it's, like, that whole dynamic. But then when they go undercover into a high school, they see that the dynamic has changed, and, like, the jocks aren't really super popular or anything. It's and the nerds. It's, it's the, not so much the nerds, but, like, the progressive, um, I guess, hipstery kind of people. Ah. Hipsters at it again. At it again, hipsters. Activists and stuff, yeah. Ah, uh, that will age well, I reckon. So, I like the fact that this movie captures a certain aspect of the high school experience. We are from Australia, so we all view movies and TV shows that highlight the American sensibility of the high school experience, which comes across to us as a very alien thing. We don't mm. have, at least in my experience, the popular kids weren't the jocks. They weren't the sports guys. Like, at least in my school, the sports thing, really, no one cared. Like, it was like, eh, it's there. It was like, if you're good at handball, then you're the cool kid. But, like, that was it. Like, no one gave a shit at my school if you were good at football. They Or good at soccer or good at basketball or anything. They are like, oh, that's cool. It means when we play in the playground, we'll pick you. But it didn't mean that there were popular kids. My popular kids at my school were just... Uh, I don't know why they were popular, to be honest. Just cool people or something? No. I was cooler than them. <laughs> I don't know. They were just the ones that they decided they were the cool ones, I guess. Like, that's how it worked. Because they're the ones... At my school, the ones who were the cool kids were the ones who really put emphasis on being the cool kids. Well, people like myself were just Ryan, whatever we were. It's a in, your, in your hometown, was AFL popular? No. That might, you know, be your unique experience then. Because oh. in Melbourne, AFL is big deal. Yeah, Australian Football League. Mm. So, is that what it stands for? Yes. Yeah. It nice. used to be called VFL for Victorian Football League. But, um, yeah, in my school experience, I grew up in a small country town. Uh, classism worked in different ways. It was more like whose parents owned businesses were popular mm. kids as well. Um, I don't know. I just see the American way and I just go, we don't have that. We don't have it's it. It's definitely not to that extent. Like the We don't have kids shoving each other in lockers. Yeah, no. And we, we did that. You did? Yeah. Who did you shove in a locker? People. <laughs> it was him. He got shoved in there. <laughs> no, I, I did the shoving, <laughs> yeah. mostly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, we don't have it. We don't... 
they're def- jocks are definitely not deified like they are in a lot of these American films. Or maybe and not deified. We but... don't have a lot of um, out-of-school activities like they do in American schools or in movies, yeah. at least. Like, really they have... go to the big sports game after school. Mm. Yeah. Or, like... Oh, yeah, we don't have, like, adults going, like, crazy for, like, the, the kids playing football. Yeah. Well, high we... school football. We or... do. We kind of do, but it's not to, I don't. like... <laughs> not to like the American extent, like remember the Titans or anything like that. Oh yeah, yeah. We don't have like, oh my god, guys, you got to get ready for the parade. <laughs> like I don't know, like you know, we we grow up on the high school of American experience from 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 media from the entertainment. Yeah. So that is obviously altered and artificial in itself. But it always, I always look at it and go, God, American high school looks fucking terrible. Because it's always presented as being terrible. Like, there's very few where they present it as a good place to be. Yeah, it's like the teachers think it's great, and but then and the, the popular kids have a good time, but then you get, like, the underbelly. Of... And the revenge of the nerds. Yeah. <laughs> so, high school, man. It's a tough place to be. I think John Tucker Must Die's biggest crime is the fact that it didn't get an Oscar nomination. For direction... Cinematography. Look at this shot. Is that the Acting. film's crime or is that the public's crime? No, well, it's it's the public's crime. But like when we look at the atrocities, mm. we'll see John Tucker must die not getting Oscar nominated. Mm. Up there, you know, with the Holocaust, Hindenburg. Yeah. Also, Ryan, they both go hand in hand. Ryan, just to remind, you, it's leave. He must oh, leave. Sorry, Mark. Uh, I didn't want to say anything. I don't want to like make a big deal. I know. Either. I had to do it because Mark you. was holding because back. you know. Bartek's pedantic, and you're you're very sharp. He might have to the power of four, but he doesn't have the power to <laughs> handle the D word. No, no. So this was the scene that garnered the most laughs in my household. Um, my uh, my fiance laughed quite hard. <gasps> Reveal. <gasps> she said she can laugh. Um, no, that, you, you always say girlfriend. Uh, so. Oh, plot twist. Future wife. Future wife, <laughs> plot twist, my widow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I'm, I've been dead the whole time. That's sad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I'll be a widower because you're my co-host, and that's pretty much marriage. I'm a ghost. <laughs> I'm a ghost. No, you're a co-host. I <laughs> get it. I actually thought you said co-host. I'm so. a co-host. <laughs> I'm a co-host. Um, she Ooh. laughed quite hard at the um engine falling into the water and then them getting up and screaming and then you hear their screams in the background of their date throughout the scene mm-hmm. and she's just like, "Chalala, I'm beautiful." I really liked that that scene too. Not so much in the sense of it being funny, but really, it showed you that these three. A kind of one entity now. Yeah, they're the one person. They're like symbiotic. They hated each other, but now at this point, they need each other. They're the, they need each other. They're the same person. It does illustrate them as being kind of not comic relief, but you're kind of meant to laugh at them now. I hate laughing because at it, for all for all their worthy causes they have of humiliating this guy here, John um, Tucker. And, and they get called out on this later. They really have just become obsessed with him. Yeah, well, they've always been obsessed with him, but it's in what degree? Obsessed with getting him back, or being his, or destroying him. This yeah. is a cautionary tale about obsession and how it can lead to ruin. Also, throughout this whole entire movie, I had to keep snapping myself and going, 
no, this lead actress is not Sabrina from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. She Wait, looks a not? lot like her. She, no, she looks like... Oh, and plot twist And where'd too. the cat come from? <laughs> um, another thing, Bartek, I don't know why, but I keep incriminating myself in several podcasts we've done at recent for knowing lots of facts about God's Not Dead. Yeah. <laughs> Having yeah. never watched any God's Not Dead movie, I tell a lie. I, I do know John Tucker. From God's Not Dead 2. Oh, no. He plays the lawyer of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. So in mm. God's Not Dead 2, a film I have not seen, by the way. But you know something been, from I know a lot about it. <laughs> um, that's the one where um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch tells the story, um, mentions Jesus in the classroom, and then she gets sued uh, because she breached like the... But, uh, but she didn't actually. That's the whole point. Like it's so on the like it's so forced Christian propaganda. Like Look, I'd listen to a witch talking about God. Yeah, but it was like a you know she was a teacher and she mentioned um oh teacher okay teacher she was mentioning Martin Luther King and uh, <laughs> again haven't watched it. Uh, a kid goes. Uh, she mentioned something Martin Luther King said, and the kid goes, "That's a lot like Jesus." When he mentioned this in the Bible, and the teacher's like, "Yes, yes, that is quite a lot like Jesus." When Jesus mentioned this, blah 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 blah, and then a kid texted his parents, went, "She's talking about Jesus," and then sued. Which wow. you could end easily end the case by being like, it was relevant in a historical context because Martin Luther King was a reverend of Christ. Mm. Yeah, he was, yeah. Um, Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. So, blah, blah, blah. But in the movie, he plays her um, defense lawyer, John Tucker, I'm pretty sure. And um, the prosecution, it's Ray Wise. Ray Wise, who is in Twin Peaks as um, Leland. Um, But he's also in just a ton of things. He played the devil in uh, in many things. uh, In the TV show Reaper. A very underrated show. Check it out. He plays the devil. But he's also in Robocop. He's one of the bad guys who kills Robocop. Oh, he's just... He plays evil this, all the time. This scene here is a bit of a, a twist on some of high school films' uh, cliches. The guy in the girls' locker room. Oh! Oh, I thought you were going to say it's a twist that he ate tacos when he did a fart. Because he walks over and he's like, whoa, is that taco? Nachos. Sorry, nachos. Yeah, this isn't John Taco's must <laughs> It's John Nachos, holy guacamole. <laughs> um, I thought you were going to say it's a plot twist, like it's a spin on it, because mm. usually in life, Mark, when you're recording something on a camera and your mm-hmm. face is right next to the camera and you're recording audio as well from a distance and you're speaking very loudly saying, nailed him. You would think that when you play the tape back, your yeah. voice would be muffling what he's saying. But this film puts a twist on that by saying you don't hear that. It's, well, maybe, it's an artistic choice. Maybe they just have better technology than us. It's America. Yeah. They do have better Ahead technology. The game, you know, they're leading the world. And, you know, like conservation, renewable energy, social Presidents. justice. <laughs> We're not talking about Dartek. Dartek. I'm talking about Dartek. So what did Dartek do today? This topic must die. <gasps> no, plot not Ryan. Twist. Sorry, Mark. We're killing each other. We have to call plot, a truce. Plot twist. Dartek brokers a union between North Korea and South Korea. So, um, with John Tucker must die, Mark and I at least expected death to fall upon him, or at least violence. 
I think that's one of the reasons why this film didn't succeed as much. I think people were expecting a, a kind of darker comedy. I think the name, it isn't really misleading, but it does lead one down a path in the brain of what the plot could entail. I think that is one of the reasons why it isn't Oscar nominated, wasn't Oscar nominated or winning, and it isn't as um, remembered as it rightfully should be because this is a brilliant film. It has a lot of unique aspects. I love the central relationship between our main character and John Tucker and John Tucker's brother. The other Tucker. The other Tucker. Was named Tommy, I think? Tommy Tucker. (laughs) Um, (laughs) When you say it like that, it's very funny. (laughs) Tommy Tucker. Related to Tommy Pickles. So, um... By first name, yes. Well, we're all related by first name, hence Bartek's not related to anyone else. Um, Gummy. So, I feel like the reason is the title's misleading, but it's really unfortunate because it has these unique things, like... No one really gets with anyone in the end. We'll talk about John's relationships at the end, uh, but in a little bit. But she doesn't get with anyone really. Like it kind of is like I do commend the director. Mm. They did have an initial ending where they kissed the Tommy Tucker and her, but didn't feel like they had earned it. It was kind of like this movie already has enough kissing. Yeah. It doesn't feel genuine if they kissed. It doesn't feel realistic. So they it's... made it this a rekindled friendship, which I actually really appreciated mm, because yeah, I saw this definitely. film and went, oh, okay, so you're going to get with him at the end. And she kind of doesn't. It reminded me a little bit of Bringing Down the House. In, because in uh, yeah. that episode, we had a whole debate with our guest of like, oh, these two main characters, they're probably going to get together. And then they didn't. Um, they didn't. And my thing when I was watching it was, okay, the cliche would be that they get together and I'm expecting that, but there's this ex-wife or wife that he's separated from temporarily who isn't being portrayed in a bad way and obviously something has to happen with her. Uh, I thought you were going to mention Eugene Levy. Not at all. He has nothing to do with my contention here at this point. (laughs) At all. Um, And that's what I was thinking with Tommy in this film. Mm, He's there, something has to happen with him, so they're probably going to get together. And then the twist was that you're no, wrong. <laughs> unlike that wife, he doesn't get together. They they have a rekindling of their friendship of sorts, and there is a potential there, but you don't see it happen. I think that's brilliant. I think so too because I Ooh. said it. Bangin', she's very attractive, physically. That was sad. We were complimenting me, but then she had to be sexy, and then the topic <laughs> changed. Sorry, we could change it back. Okay, Bartek's oh, favorite go. moment. He's really good at math blog. <laughs> I also laughed at that. I, wrote, I, I, did, I had to rewind. I mentally, mentally made a note of math blog. I had the to, idea that he is really <laughs> trying to study up on maths. I had to pause and have a look at it. I. It also because when it. I was when I was watching the film, I didn't really. What? So when I was watching the film, I didn't realise that it was a 2006 Six. film. So you're so like, I, why they got math blogs? No, it was like, why is it Windows XP? And then I realised, oh, 2006, so that's why. Windows XP is still the best Windows operating system, just saying it's it. It's pretty no. good. It was pretty... Windows 7. No. it's That's just an upgraded version of Windows XP, but we can all agree well, that Windows... 7 Windows... was an upgrade of Windows Vista, which people didn't No, like well, Windows Vista was the one that everyone hated, yeah. so Windows 7 Windows got some of the minor minutiae of Windows Vista, but just kind of got Windows XP and just went, let's make this better again, like betterer, and get a little bit of Vista. Everyone hated Vista except for my one computer friend, Zaki. 
Zaki's that one guy who's like, Windows Vista and Windows 8 are the best no. operating systems. Windows and I'm 8. like, I, you no. are a fucking joker, son. Much like, much You're like, a joker. Much like high school, I did have Vista for a while and I... Hated it? I didn't hate it. I had actually had an alright time with it, but then when I went to 7, I was like, yeah, this is better. It's kind of like... Mac listeners listening to this being like, I don't know what you're saying to yeah, me. The reason, it's okay, guys. The reason why I was a bit surprised before was because it cut to her computer and she had a Mac and I was like, wait, what? Well, it's because they're on webcams. Yeah, I know. But it's like her screen, it was a Mac and I was like, wait, isn't this his screen? So where's the Coke in this scene? I'm trying to find the Coca-Cola. In his pocket, didn't we say that earlier? In this scene? Yeah, it's in his pocket. Oh no, it's the thong. Ah. It has a little Coca-Cola symbol on it. We didn't <laughs> Do you know think it's... that the person who wrote the IMDb trivia mixed up Coca-Cola and the color red? No, they messed up Co- they messed up Coca-Cola and camera. Mm. A camera is always on in every ah. scene. It's like a co-host and a ghost. They're very similar. Oh Host. wow, she's she's getting pretty provocative here. If he was a real douche, he would have figured out how to record this and keep it. <laughs> Mm. Like if he was a real douche, but this film says no, he's not. He's a real good guy. And then, and then could... He'll defend Sabrina the teenage witch in court. And then it'll about Jesus. It'll bring up a narrative possibility of watching the footage and like analyzing her behavior. And it's like why is she like kind of reacting to things? Because she's a reactor, reactionist, reactress. Father's <laughs> got it. She's a girl. They're called a reactress. Uh, a reactionist I didn't is a think, male. I didn't reactor think of the fact that the actress is in that word, but the no, tress is the punchline that I was going for. You, you always got punchlines. Yeah. I genuinely thought this was going to be the male coach's room. <laughs> oh, that would have been funny. Mm. And then he would have been like, I can handle a lot of weird shit, and then but the... my erection right now is telling me I'm going to love this. And then the person on IMDb <laughs> who wanted the twist, I didn't include I didn't include this for the ending, but there was one IMDb review <laughs> where a person had two ideas for what could have made the film better, and both of those ideas were the Tucker brothers being gay. <laughs> <laughs> for each other? No, no, no. It was, it was like, one thing I think you'd make this better is if at the end, uh, John comes out of the closet. And as for his brother, I think it would be good if he reveals that he was gay all along. <laughs> That's why he was really upset when the guy caught fire. He was his lover. The brother? The... Oh, yeah, yeah. The, well, I think his name was Alex. Alex. Yeah. So they're doing some fire. sex thing. They accidentally said This fire. is a great line. But I am not equipped for this kind of weirdness. He looked a little bit like Christopher Walken in that other shot. Yeah. He reminds me of a lot of things. I like how apparently extras were genuinely taking photos of him yeah, with their cameras so. and phones. So they were genuinely doing this, Mark. <laughs> One of the trivia points that I read on TV Tropes that wasn't on um, IMDb is that apparently about 70% of the fan fiction spawned from this film are between the main character and Beth the vegan because of the kiss. So I imagine you brought one of the fan fictions along. I didn't think to to look for. (gasps) I was busy, Ryan. Well, Well, oh look, posters. That would have been taken down in school. Um, well, thankfully, I brought one of the fan fictions. I didn't, but imagine if I did. I, I didn't know about this. I would have brought one, and then we would have it's read it, and then yeah. flicked our beans. You know, it's a good thing you're good at making stuff up, though, right? <laughs> I just said flicked our beans, and Mark's like, what? What does that mean? Well, it's the female the term for masturbation, ah, you see. Yes. So it's like a bean. Yeah. I know you only do anal, but imagine this. So it's like a bean. Okay. The the clitoris, and they're flicking it 
to get it aroused, yeah. you see? Now, not all women can um, come from just clitoris pleasure. I mean, clitoral pleasure. I mean, you might need penetration. Who knows? I don't know. But, like, we're talking about flicking the bean for this moment being. Now, Mark, you wear women's thongs. Yeah. But he flicks the peen. Bright red. Well, yeah. You're wearing them right now. Um... Unfortunately, our viewers can't. Our listeners, sorry, can't see this. Viewers can see it. But yes, like, our viewers. They're can. listening people. Hello, viewers. Now you are not a sports person. I am. How do you know? Well, hold on. Okay. You're both wrong. Mark was not a sports person until he started wearing women's thongs, and they made him better at basketball. Oh shit! No. If we let Ryan finish, we wouldn't have <laughs> eggs on our face. <laughs> Did you not know that that was the moral of this movie? Was people who wear thongs are better at basketball? Did you see that? They're, they're definitely more athletic, yeah. They're better at basketball because they have more breeze. Well, no wonder all the old people towards the end of the film were also wearing no, it. Uh, at the very at the end of the film, when the film cuts to credits and then cuts back to show us old people in women's thongs. Mm-hmm. Great ending, by the way. I'm glad they ended the film like that. What a shirt. Is he wearing a Slytherin shirt? Yeah. If he was any kind of house, he would be Slytherin, wouldn't he? Yeah, or he's Slytherin. I don't even think it is. I think it just says sabotage. Okay. I don't know what that shirt is. It's a lot of it's a lot of S's. S stands for sex. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Mark is totally on board. And with what Ryan, you're you know, you can disagree, but if you do, you're gonna be like one versus two. So you better agree. Well, that's okay. Conformity. Mark to the power of five agrees with me. Isn't that right, Mark to the power of five? Unfortunately, there is no Mark to the power of five. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Mark to the power of four has to die. That's unfortunate. <gasps> not it's only did you not... say a bad thing, but you said his trigger word. I don't think I can be in this room anymore. Don't leave. Don't hit the mic either while you leave. <laughs> now, Mark to the power of four. It's not like I brought... A knife to the studio to murder you and then bring in Mark to the Power of Five to agree with me on whatever we were talking about. Yeah, because his name's Pentamark. Is that what Mark to the Power of Five is? Yeah. Pentamark? That sounds demonic. Well, I mean, Penta means five, so Pentagram, you know, takes the five thing. You got me. I'm whipped. Now, I don't have a knife, but Mark, I do have my watch. And I will give you my watch and put it on your wrist because. You, you and I, we're whipped, and me putting my watch on you makes you mine now. Wait, so if you're both whipped, but you whip the one of the whipped, but you're not, but so he's double whipped, and you're just normal whipped. Mm-hmm. Ah, I get it. Because he's now wearing two watches. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> so I. Um, well, I'm not going to agree with you. Mark is now mine. No. Mark no, to the power of four no. is now mine. No, I'm not. I own him. I've no, got my owns. watch. No. Mark, Fan I've got my writers, watch on, on you. <laughs> I've got my watch on you. No, you don't. Mark, stop arguing with me or I'll have to stab you. No. That's don't it. Stab me. Mark, I will have to stab you a little. Just a little no, stab. No, just a little. Just no, a little slice off the. No, just a little. No, no, don't run away from my no. knife. Don't run into my <laughs> knife. He ran into my knife, which is unfortunate. Mark, stop bleeding on my floor. Can I have my watch back at least, Mark? Mark, can I have my watch back? Ah, Barter, can you activate the machine that activates Mark to the power of five or Penta Mark so that he can get me my watch from the former Mark that is now dead on my floor from being not stabbed but ran into my knife? You killed him, Ryan. 
I didn't kill him. He ran into my I th- knife. I think you. Ki- I think you might have. You can activate the, the machine so Mark, Power Five Pentamark, can agree that I did not kill Mark. All right, we'll see what Pentamark has to say. Let me just turn on the machine. It's very, it's very modern, so it's not just clicking. No, it's it's a bunch of levers and shit. Uh, machine activate Mark password sex grass weed. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Mark Pentamark, welcome to the show. Thank you. Great to be here. Um, have you inher- Wait, has you have you inherited the memories of the other marks? No. Okay. I haven't so, had a chance to upload. Well, that's okay. I got a quick question for you though. You'll be very easy to answer. Did I murder the previous mark? Of course not. You, there you go. You'd never murder anybody. I've never murdered anyone on this an show. Innocent flower. Not an innocent flower. They were guilty flowers. That's why they had to die. But um, I see Dell in this sequence, not Coke. Also, they had Windows XP in the background on their shelf. We'll get back to that shelf in a second. There it is. Windows. There it is. We 95. I'm wrong. We could upload Windows 95 from this movie. Mm. So, Mark. Uh, Pentamark, sorry. Um, Thank you. Pentamark, great to have you on the Machine, show. Machine, have Pentamark inherit the memories of this film. And there you go. Right. Um, Thank you. Ooh. Interesting. Were film. you ever questioning the direction this film was going to take. Well, you know, I speculated a little lot on what was happening. I was, like, really engaged, you know, and it's like, it's the sort of movie that makes you think. It makes you, like, it surprises you with the writing a lot. So, you know, it's like Game of Thrones. You're constantly trying to guess, oh, what's going to happen next? Which character's going to die off? You know, it's that sort of thing. So, yeah, I was surprised with a few things. I, um, Lack of deaths being one. Yes, I was very disappointed with that, actually. I wanted to see more murders. But, Any. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, the mum looks like a murderer. Yes. Or a murderess, as they're called. Murderess. Mm-hmm. That's what they are called, female yeah. murderers. Yeah. So, so, go on. So, yeah, so there was a few things that surprised me. Um, like you were saying there, how they don't end up together at the end. They're just friends. Tragic. That surprised me. I like that twist, though. I did. It's too. like it's disappointing to see movies just go putting them together for no particular reason. They did leave the potential there, though. It's a rekindling of a friendship, more so. I, I yeah. Oh, re- a rekindling. I thought you said freaking. Freaking. Well, William Friedkin, the great filmmaker, <laughs> could have made this movie. Hey, there's cake underneath that cake. Oh, she sends Skip. We didn't even talk about Skip. Yeah, Skippy we... the Bush Kangaroo. No, not Skippy the Bush Kangaroo. Pentamark. Oh, that's what I'm here for. You don't think that... There's no Skippy movie. You don't think that Jenny... I mean, there is. You don't think that Jenny McCarthy would get with a kangaroo? Yeah. I'm pretty sure she's married to Jim Carrey, so yeah. <laughs> no. I don't know. Um, I think she is. I don't know Jim Carrey's life. They look about the same age, to be honest. I think she is, man. I think you're going to have eggs all over your face. I mean, I'm not committed to my contention, so the eggs will not be on the face. That's someone who's got eggs on their face trying to back out of the eggs. I, I like eggs. eggs, but not bacon. On the fa- you said you liked bacon earlier. No, I said I hate bacon. What about eggs and bacon? I thought you said you were for bacon. No, I didn't. Not Kevin? Kevin Bacon is a different story. Well, we're all six... You know about the six degrees of Kevin Bacon, right? I've heard the term. Yeah, like the idea that Kevin Bacon is so influential that we're all six degrees away from him, of separation of Kevin Bacon. What, like knowing him? Yeah. Yeah, or being connected to him in some way. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, they do a lot with films. Like, like uh, uh, okay, so... You have this actor and and this actor and figure out their connections to Kevin Bacon somehow. 
in the six degrees of. Yeah. Oh, I've met I've met a president of Poland that I know's met George Bush Jr. So anyone. And who's well, met, Kevin anyone Bacon was, you know, George Bush Jr. Anyone who's met actor. Anyone who's met George Bush Jr. You're three de- or two degrees away from me. Well, wow, that's good because George Bush Jr. committed 9/11. It was an inside <laughs> job. I don't want to say that our podcast is saying that, but. But we all think it. Also, I really thought that this movie here, um, I love the party. It reminds me of Fat Albert's party, it where does. It took, but Fat Albert's one took place on the streets. Mm. Um, I really thought that this movie was going to have um, John Tucker, and I thought really thought this. I thought two things. It would be really nice if John Tucker got Elvis Costello to mm. be the band. To woo her or an, mm. a band playing Elvis Costello. That would have been, that that. Good... been a John Tucker thing to do. Because this movie has a cartoony sensibility to it sometimes, but it was only, it's only really with John Tucker. The rest of it's kind of like you believe it in the real world or like MTV kind of teen world. But like with him, he's like from a different world. Like he's like a, he's a character. Mm. I guess the only thing I could say against that idea of uh, getting Elvis Costello is that he's already made the point, whether it's true or not, that he's a fan. So he'd be like, oh, I got a guy I liked. Yeah, but he doesn't like Elvis Costello. He knows that she likes Elvis Costello. But as far as everyone else is aware, it's like, oh, he, we don't know that he's lying. Uh, yeah, no, that's true. But everyone loves him. So if I know. he like I said, that's brought the... Elvis Costello, everyone would be like, classic John. Yeah. Like I a... just want to suck his dick so bad. That's yeah. Elvis talking. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, that's the only like nitpicky thing I could say against that idea. I do like the the idea. I'm saying that they should have hired me as a writer. I would have written that in. I thought you said fired. So did I. That's what I heard. They should have hired me as a writer. And then fired you. And then fired yeah. me because I was too damn good. And I took my script and it became. That's right. Unforgettable. Yeah. That feel. <laughs> that feel when you're too good and you get fired. I'm too good. Happens all the time to me. Have you never? Have you ever been fired? Ever? I don't think so. You've never had a job, have you? I've had jobs to do, but I haven't. Had, <laughs> I, haven't I haven't been employed. I haven't been employed. No. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, can you take out the trash? No, mum. I'm busy. You're fired. I mean, I've worked on election days, but yeah. You're fired from this voluntary position. No, I got paid. Mark, you've worked. Yes. Uh, have you been fired before? I feel like I have, but they haven't told me yet. Who's this? Woolworths. Oh, Woolworths, the fresh food people. You're fired, Mark. Yeah, I've never been... I mean, I have, yeah. I got fired once, and then I walked down the street. This was in Melbourne Central, so in the main city. I walked down the street, 1,001 odds, I walked into our friend Will Brooks. And I'm like, is this what happens every time I get fired in the future? I'll, I'll, I'll leave the building and Will will be there waiting for me. And he's like, Ryan, I'm here. He just got done paying the people to fire you. No, I said that. <laughs> I said that. And he was like, no, I was getting my eye checked out. I've got an eye condition. And I'm like, an eye for detail. Because everyone who knows this movie of John Tucker Must Die also will notice that one of the instigators of throwing beers... Well, it can't be anyone has, significant, right, Ryan? ...has a mullet. Oh, I thought we were going to mention the other thing. Wait, they shouldn't have beer. Ooh. They're not 21. Exactly. Oh, wait, have we already talked about Alex? 
Yes. Okay, never mind. I mentioned him on the show to you. Yeah, I couldn't remember if it was before or during. I don't know which one he is out of them. I well, he's the guy at the party. Yeah, well, yeah, it just says guy at party. Yeah, I saw a guy at party. Fats! Woo! Well, f- Fats so. Well, he is fat. And, and Bartek's favourite ending, because this movie had two endings, and this was one of them, mm. with just it ending like on a cake fight. And then they filmed the other ending. Well, specifically, I like the whole sequence that came before it and the cake fight. Well, you like the whole scene. That means this ending where Mm. they give a speech, get beer thrown on them, and then he smiles at misogyny and then they throw cake. No, you missed the part where he tried giving the speech before he smiled at misogyny. Well, I said they give a speech. They, including him, give a speech, beer's thrown, he smiles at misogyny, cake thrown. Mm. We've all had that. I said before the episode that... uh, Fun fact, the original ending to um, Stanley Kubrick's uh, Doctor Strange Love or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb mm-hmm. had the characters in the war room throw cake at one another. Fun coincidence that this movie's intended ending was the characters would be throwing cake at each other and they, when they were in the AV club room, they called it the war room. I'm not saying that this film is a modern-day interpretation of Stanley Kubrick's Doctor Strange Love or How I Learned to Stop Wearing in Love of the Bomb, but there's a lot of similarities there. It really is. A lot of similarities. So the film's ending now, and it's ending with the notion that John Tucker has changed. He is now going to be open about who he is. He's now into polyamory. Yeah. And, and Ryan, this scene was in the original script, right? No. So you're saying the film originally just ended with the cake being thrown? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, here's the thing, you know. I've been tailing around this. Does John Tucker get with anyone in the end? Yes. Do you believe yes? Yes. Bartek? I mean, he, he you clearly see him trying to. Exactly. Implied getting with. I think no. Because he says... Hey, this is my other girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. And the looks on their faces of absolute annoyance and disgust. But the camera just keeps moving on. True, but maybe not those girls. But then surely he can find someone in the school who would be... No, but I'm saying, like, by the end of the film, no one's gotten with anyone properly in a relationship. Maybe John the narrative Again, the narrative possibilities are there. I mean, you know, you can write your fan fiction where John has a relationship with every girl in school at once. Well... Interesting you said that, Mark, because I think only about, uh, I think it was 29% of the fan fictions are of Kate and John Tucker. So not too many people are big on the John Tucker and other girls uh, fan fiction. That's disappointing. It is, it is. So, and he never lied to a girl again. Men, sure, but women, no. So, yeah, look, he's being honest, all this, and then Jennifer and Jill, and look at this. The look on their faces is just, ah. Yep. See, the look on their faces are just, oh God. You know, at first I was like, Ryan, this is clearly not disappointed, but then at that ending, they're like, they feel, they look like they're really let down. Yeah, no, they're disappointed. That's yeah. the look of absolute disgust and disappointment. Mm. More disappointment, but a little disgust. Hey, look, the first assistant director was Jono Oliver. But look, let's come back to this scene here. We had to cut to this one. Oh no, they're all wearing thongs. But hey, here's a big question. They're good at basketball? Hold on, right. I'm taking issue with something you said. Oh Ask. no, they're wearing thongs? Oh well, yes. Well, that's their reaction. Why not oh yes? Well, their reaction was oh no. Well, no, they were happy. No, the girls were like, oh my god. They also, Coach Williams, good job. She was great. I mean, 
we mentioned her briefly. She appeared twice. Yeah, she was on... The detention teacher was pretty good too. <laughs> no talking! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the episode has... I mean, the film has now ended, unfortunately. I know it's sad to hear. But the episode's still going, yes. Because we're going to give our reviews... Oh! There's more! Yay! My favourite scene that I didn't watch. Yet. You didn't watch this? No, I didn't. <laughs> still the <thought that's> right. <laughs> you, you didn't watch this? I didn't realise the... The credits would cut twice to something again. Oh, only twice. Only tw- there's more. There's five more. You have to watch oh, Marte. F- far out. While we give our rating and our review. No, I'm kidding. That's it. Oh, <laughs> I was about to make my eggs on FaceLine, but I don't have um, to now. We're going to give our rating and review of this film. I'll go first because I'm being so talkative. John Tucker must die. More like John Tucker must win as best picture of 2006. I don't know what's nominated that year, but it sure didn't Departed, deserve... Departed, I think? Departed. Was it? The Departed should get the the, the fuck out of here because... It should depart. No. You haven't seen The Departed. They say fuck a lot, so that was a good de- reference. Wait, I have seen The Departed. No, you've seen the original Japanese version. I know you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know you. So what I was saying... It was saying, DiCaprio-san, not Leonardo. No, it was Jack Nicholson. <laughs> <laughs> you should have said that, you dumb... So... This film, best film. I loved it. It had nuances. It had intrigue. It had relationships and dynamics. It had a story, characters, a camera was on. Everything was going for it. And you secretly hated it, right? No, I loved it. Oh, he didn't fall for it. He's telling the truth. I'm always telling the truth. I was tricking him, but he didn't fall for it. That means he's not lying. He's telling the truth. I'm always telling the truth. So Mm -hmm. this film was gorgeously shot, gorgeously acted with gorgeous people. John Tucker, an interesting character. He's very nuanced, complex, but also artificial and two-dimensional, which is the intended which is the intended purpose of the character. I hate when I see people out there saying that this movie's flat, lifeless, and um, wooden and two-dimensional. That's you, you just don't understand. That's the intended point of the movie. And if you step back and realize that. You would actually enjoy it more. If I have to give this film a rating, which I obviously do have to, I have to really give this a film rating of of a Pam out of her name's Kate. Um, Bartek, Who's I'll, Kate? <laughs> Bartek, I'd love to hear from you. Didn't you listen? Kate's a cheerleader. If you're on the soundtrack, available on Wind Up Records. Also, earlier, I think it said it was like edited at the woodshed. So yes. if the film was wooden, then, you know, <laughs> yep. the editing room definitely was. This film was pretty good, actually. I think that this is a film that is worth watching, definitely. I, It's hard to say naughty, naughty, bad film to The Departed, because, you know, it was really good. I like Japanese films. Um... But this film, definitely for the Academy Awards, would have been more appropriate to win the award. Um, not to say that the Academy Award is the standard for which films should be appreciated. Very much no. Sags. No, no, no. The standard by which things should be appreciated are from the human heart. Home is where the heart is, and I feel like we should have movies like this in our home. Some people are on the mark. I, I was about to say Mark's parents, and I didn't realize I said Mark. No, no, they were on each other when they made Mark. That was a I'm sex not, reference. Not, but I'm not uh, talking about his conception. That was a, that was a sex reference. A sex reference. Do you want to explain it? 
Well, your dad was on top of your mum or behind. Don't know. Maybe she was on top of your dad. And <laughs> you asked for this. And a lot of um, movement happened. Or maybe not too much. I don't know. I like how we... Um, ejaculation was formed. <laughs> I, like how we're, I like how we're not committed to John Tucker having a heart. But this, you know, these are facts. <laughs> what do you mean? Mark being conceived? Yeah. I thought I came out of the machine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fool. No, I'm talking about the original Mark. Oh, I don't care about him. No, that's okay. He's still out there, so you could ask. <laughs> He's still if out If he ever tries to come back... Well, well, no. You come in the vagina, not on the back, if you want to conceive uh, a child. But oh, go on. Oh, uh, okay. Because I, th- I thought it went into the spine. <laughs> that's why you like anal so much. We've gone over this. Um, Machine, give Mark all his memories back. There you go. You murdered me. <laughs> <laughs> so you were saying uh, Bartek Oscar winning film this well didn't win an Oscar and that's a problem but also doesn't matter it's like I haven't complimented Ryan today <laughs> but I do like him and he knows that he complimented me by saying this film's great that's enough well, that's pretty nice to, that's a very nice thing to say Ryan for the film Yeah. this is a great film it has great actors and actresses in it, even if a lot of them are kind of obscure for us. Obscure? <laughs> what? Obscure? Sorry, it sounded like you said obscure from us. Did. I did not put an L in there. Yes, you, you did. did. You did. I said obscure. Yes. Okay. Go on. Sorry. Sorry. We're being pedantic. I, I caught it from you, I'm afraid. I'm sorry. I got a case of the pedantics. Just say obscure, a... just say obscuretress, and we are fine. <laughs> obscuretress. There you go. It's like a fortress, <laughs> which is a female of, fort of obscurity. <laughs> what are they saying? Obscure. The actors in this film are obscure to us. <laughs> well, I did on purpose that time. <laughs> I don't think you did. I didn't. That was on purpose. <laughs> no, I said obscure before, and now I said obscure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, the second I did it on yeah, purpose. Yeah, we're saying Very it like, good. you know what's got to point? We got to the point where we're saying it so much it doesn't even sound right. Because you just, it felt like you just said, no, I didn't say obscure. I said obscube before. Come on, now I'm just, we're getting tongue-tied on obscure. How about we all agree they're unknown to us? Yeah, go say Asperger's, fool. Anyway, <laughs> this film has some actors and actresses that are not too common to our memories of things that we've seen people in which is an o word that does not have an l in it but people hear me say it apparently (laughs) i got really passive aggressive i apologize i think and even though we know some of the actors and actresses in this yeah alex Alex banks i was talking more than you fatsos but (laughs) but him too alex was in both movies way more than fatso was in one yes Got yeah. Although I think Fatso had a good balance between the two films that he's been in. True. Good he, on you, Fatso. He was Is bu- he still alive? I feel like he's someone who would have died by now from being so Fatso. Maybe I'm so fat shaming. Hashtag fat shaming. Speaking of death, Bernie Mac's dead, and they mentioned him in this film, and Fatso is in a film <laughs> with Bernie <laughs> they Mac. They did. They did mention him. Yeah. Master of Power Four is dead. I didn't murder him. If you want to know, it was an accident. He's, he ran into the He's night. with. He's with Mark Two and Cubed now. But not Mark, the original. Yeah. Mark Prime. Yeah, I was thinking Mark Prime too. Go on, sir. 
you're you're getting to the ramping up point of saying that this is your favorite film. This film, if I were to get to the top of the ramp, would be one of my favorite films. I think that everyone should watch it, everyone should appreciate it, and everyone should not hold it to a standard that is given to other films that are not only not as good, and while appreciated, they might even be dreck. The film gets a fantastic rating from me. The rating is Pentastars out of Pentastars. That's a lot of stars. Yeah, it's five. Now, let's hear from Pentamark. Okay, well, as you know, I was only recently created, so I have to go off um, the know. notes taken by uh, Mark to the Power 4 here. Didn't but... I give you the memories? Yeah, but you know, it's like the difference between remembering something or having someone tell you about it actually experiencing something, you know? It's different. Very sci-fi. It's different. It's different. As someone who has had memories, it's different. Exactly. Alright. Anyway. <laughs> so, according to my memories, this movie defied expectations. I mean, we've all seen a thousand of these high school American comedies before. You know, classics like Screwballs to less well-known examples like Mean Girls. And... and Yet here we have a movie that perfectly encapsulates, like, the real high school experience. Not just, like... Like, it, it has all of it. It has, like, the, the complex love triangles, rhombuses, and other assorted geometries. <laughs> and, like, the everyday life of the teen. You know, the supplements, <laughs> the locker room banter, the ladies' underwear, the goths. It's all there. And I feel like everyone watching this movie, like, whether you're in your 90s or if you've just been born, you know, you, you have, like, those genetic memories of high school. You... You can look back at the old photos and it's like, it's all there, you know? Everyone can relate to the characters and the experiences in this movie, you know? I do. And it's the sort of movie that can, like, help you understand other people. It, it teaches you a lot about yourself and what it means to be yourself and what it means to, like, to, like, you know, how you treat others, you know, and honesty. And, like, I think the main lesson is you don't need to change yourself because in the end, we are just parasites crawling on a scummy rock yeah. in the infinite universe yeah. Living brief lives to which the stars are just sparks, which are themselves no more than motes of dust suspended in the void. And in yeah. the end, it's all meaningless. So why even bother? Rating? <laughs> I don't care. Out of? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. I think it's more than 100%. That's way more. That's like infinite percent. Mm. So Bartek has some comments from YouTube, correct? Yeah. And yeah. some IMDb reviews. I have one. One IMDb. Just yeah. wanted to make sure. So let's hear from the internet and what they had to say about John Tucker must die. See, I can say die now because the previous Mark didn't like it, but this one loves it. He loves death. He just mentioned it. I love killing. They'll never find the bodies. Go on. Oh, man, I can't wait for his story in the next appearance. Um, the first comment that I found from the trailer has a response, but the initial comment is... Is this movie any good? It's a yes. question. Yes. What was that first word you said, Ryan? Yes. Oh, I thought you said yeah before, because yeah is the response. <laughs> is this movie any good? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good recommendation if I've ever heard one. I bet Roger Ebert recommended it then. Mm. It was him saying yeah. yeah. Yep. This next comment is... Uh, from the way it begins, I assume this person made a comment earlier, but I could not find it, because it begins with, update, colon. 
I had a dream about John Tucker last night, <laughs> so now I'm watching the movie yet again. Well, no, that could indicate that they just had to update us about their newer dream about John mm. Tucker. Like, update, guys. I dreamt about him. Yeah, so it's like they commented something before, and now this is an update to that. So that's well, I don't know if necessarily means they commented a comment on YouTube before. I think they're just, like, updating us. Like, hey, guys, I just dreamt about John. But an update implies that it's not the first... So you're saying people on the internet stick by rules. Well, they use the semicolon. <laughs> sorry, sorry, they use the proper colon. The semi? No, the actual colon. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. You're the right. full colon. That's I'm the sorry. two dots, right? Not so the dot and comma. I got it. I use colons. I've got one in my body. I poop out of it. Go on. Yeah, you're smart. I like sticking things up to your colon. <laughs> So, Martin, what did IMDb have to say? Or was there more YouTube? There's two more YouTube. Go on. I can already tell the director is a bitch. Who <laughs> didn't have enough money to make a good movie? And I can also tell that the movie is going to be shit. I'm sorry I made it sound like a question at one point, but, you know. I'm questioning their integrity. Yeah. I can already tell I'm the director the director is a bitch who didn't have enough money. They used the comma, so it was confusing. Yeah, and the last if it was a colon, it would be fine. And the last or a you... semicolon. And the last YouTube comment, uh, you know how sometimes we hear about movies from interesting places, and yeah. that like is the reason why we see them. It's like, oh, I watched X because I heard about it on. Y. Yeah, because I, you know, I watched it with my with my friend who's nine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my yeah. nine year old buddy. <laughs> this one is one of those. <clears throat> Anyone else here cause of the Tyler cost false rape allegation case? Apparently the girls who falsely accused, with only one C, the poor boy got the whole idea of ruining his life from watching this movie. So I thought I'd check it out myself. Looks pretty shit, but I still really want to watch it for some reason. I can't even imagine what Tyler must have gone through. I hope th these girls learn their lesson. Those girls. These girls. But he's talking about them from the now perspective. Mm -hmm. So. Let's go to IMDb. Or IMD. 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 IMDb. IMDb. IMD. It's, you see, it's like the word debt. The B is silent. <laughs> it's like obscure. There's no L. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's why I didn't pronounce it with an L, Mr. Asperger. <laughs> I'm sorry for poking oh, fun at you, Ryan. Let's read the over. comment. We can all... I mean, the, the review. We can all agree that we need to hear more insight. I don't agree. Well, I do. Get the hell out of here. Okay. <laughs> that was me pretending to leave. And now I'm going to read it because he left. I didn't actually leave. I died. Oh, okay. Anyway, the, the review. The title of the review is One of the Top 10 Makeover Movies. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Just to be clear, in this review, when I speak loudly, that's when it's all caps. So oh, did they write dot, dot, dot? I mean, they they use proper ellipses, but I like to read them out sometimes just to give an indication of what they're writing. For dramatic effect. Yes. Ah. Dramatic effect by... Because you're an actor. Actoring, yes. He's an actress. Get it right. <laughs> actress, sir. No, I'm not. Uh, this review is from 8 May 2008. How many stars? Ryan, they didn't give a star rating. But I think they liked it because it's one of the top ten makeover movies. I agree. I like it. 
Now, please, when you're listening to this review, make sure that you are updating your understanding of John Tucker Must Die. Because that is what the review is about. <clears throat> I'll take notes. Let me just see. Oh, there we go. John Tucker Must Die is one of the, quote, best makeover movies of all time. BTW, I am a huge fan of makeover movies. I love watching before and after type stuff in movies, TV shows, just about anything. In fact, I'm kind of addicted to that stuff and seek it out. I even love shows like The Swan and Dr. 90210. Yep. My friends and I love Kim Kardashian, and in brackets, and never miss K-U-W-T-K because of how beautiful she is, and in brackets again, even if she has never really actually done anything in movies. Or anything in life. But she looks like what most of us aspire to, but, do <laughs> but don't. But, but she looks like what... <laughs> Ryan, are you updating your knowledge of John Tucker Must Die, or are you just giggling? Yeah, yeah I aspire to look like her too. You're right. They're right. I, I want to look like Kim Kardashian as well. You got me. But we I don't, though. That's the tragic. Wait, well, don't you? I can see the resemblance. Yeah. I broke the internet with my ass. You're right. Mm. But she looks like what most of us aspire to, but don't. Which, BTW, does not mean that we are unhappy at all! We just appreciate beautiful-looking people like some others appreciate beautiful art or beautiful scenery. Sounds like an unhappy person. With that in mind, my friends and I have compiled a list of 10 best makeover movies of recent times, and in brackets, after 1995. Uh, that's pretty recent. That's like 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. and, he and here they are, in brackets, in random order. One, Clueless. Two, Pretty Woman. Three, The Devil Wears Prada. Four, John Tucker Must Die. Five, Made in Manhattan. Six, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Seven, <laughs> She's All That. Eight, Miss Congeniality. Nine, Mean Girls. Ten, Americanizing Shelly. I've never even heard of that last one. The rest I've heard of, but I've never heard of Americanizing Shelly. Oh, so you've heard of My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Haven't you? Yes, I have. <laughs> Next, uh, sorry. <laughs> G moving on. Although, personally, Clueless is number one and all others are number two. I am also putting together a different list of 10 best makeover movies of all time. Prio to 1995. Please do post me a message voting for your 10 best makeover movies prior to 1995. And yes, I so totally recommend this film, brackets if you haven't watched it, whether you like makeover movies or not. So did you email her? No, I didn't, Ryan. I had to come to the show. I wanted to hear her hot take on what your thought was about movies that were the top ten makeover movies. Well, you know, Ryan, this was... I would say The Great Dictator with Charlie Chaplin's a pretty good makeover movie because mm. he goes from Tramp to Hitler. I was yeah. going to say The Dictator. Oh, with Sacha Baron Cohen. Yeah, he goes from Dictator Ch to... Dictator to Sacha Baron Cohen. <laughs> well, that's after 95. That's so after, that's man. But they did say all time. Yeah. You know, mm. Tootsie. They also wanted pre-0-1995. Oh, yeah. how come Mrs. Doubtfire wasn't there? Because oh. it's not the best makeover movie, Ryan. Oh, I think that's wrong. I think it is. You got Americanizing Shelly gets the... Oh, wrong there. So you guys have been fantastic, amazing, wonderful listening people as always. Mark, a pleasure to have you on as a guest, both of you, even the one twitching still in my 
bedroom. I'll have to stomp that out. If he's twitching, does that mean he's dead? No, you can still have reactions physically once you're dead. Like, you know when you chop off the yeah. head, the mouth can still keep moving if they were talking? It's the circuitry. Oh, it's been a while, though. Well, uh, come on, man. He didn't cut all the way through. I think that's the problem. That was a good response, Ryan. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. So, um, Barzak, as always, you've been really, you know, obscure. Obscure. <laughs> and, uh, That's a word that you said. It's what you said. An egg face. And Thank you. you guys, if you want to support us, you can. Give us a rating on iTunes or... Send us money. S- send me money. No, um, subscribe, like, all that stuff where Spit and Polish presents. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, uh, iTunes, all of that, Podbean, Numerous places, uh, Google Play, Spotify, all of those you can find us. Give us a shout out, you know, just spread us around to all your friends, being like, hey, I had this really hot take on John Tucker Must Die. A, a guy literally died in the episode. No, oh, you mean John dies at the end? No. I mean, Mark died in the episode. So, as always, remember to be kind to one another, even and, if you murder someone. And to try to destroy other people's hearts. Yeah. Because that what makes you a better person. Hmm. Let's try to destroy Ryan's heart. I don't have one. Oh. Well, there goes the ending of this episode. I had it all planned, but I, if you don't have a heart, I can't do it. I'm already dead. Are you dead? We established he's a ghost. I'm a co-host. Yeah, he's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a co-host. Yeah. You want to do something different to end our episode? I was really set on the murder thing, but... I can't be murdered. Yeah, I know. A ghost. That's, the, that's the idea. I was thinking this is something we usually do with another guest, oh. but I was hoping we could do a, a story one word at a time. Okay, yeah. And I was do. thinking we try and make the theme of the story about John Tucker. Okay. Okay, sure. So, John Tucker must die. Except not really. I. Hate Beth because she tried to fuck over my best friend, John Fucker. <laughs> <laughs>